0: you ever have to make up your mind and pick up on one and leave the other behind it's not often easy and not often kind did you ever have to make up your mind did you ever have to finally decide and say yes to one and let the other one ride
1: all no right uh, place to be nation and, and uh Listeners of North-South and the the Jenny position, not the Jennifer position. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you for listening to For Your Consideration. This is Will from Texas. And, uh, I'm happy to have two new friends on the, on the uh, air with me. It's uh, Jenny, uh, you know. And um, Jenny, can I give them your last name? Did they yeah, yeah. All right. Jenny Smith, or as I say, Jennifer Smith. And we have Ryan. Ryan, your last name, yes? Yeah, of course. Ryan Gray. All right. And um, uh, for people who have been listening to this podcast for the last few weeks, uh, one, thank you. But two, um, we're going to talk about the women. When we, when I first did this little mini-series in 2017, we talked about important women wrestlers. And uh, Ryan and Ginny were kind enough to uh, take some time out of their day to talk about more women wrestlers for, for the next poll that we're going to do here. And um, Jenny, we're going to start off with a, a special request from you because most of the women we're talking about tonight are women wrestling in the last five years, mm-hmm. okay, and who have made like you know um, huge gains in the wrestling world in that time. Mm-hmm. But you really wanted to talk about China, okay? And it's it's interesting because she's a Hall of Famer, you know, she got her due. Um, but Ryan and I, we were wrestling fans when China was around. Right, Ryan. Correct. Right, and so Jenny, it's pretty interesting because you were not a wrestling fan when China was at her peak, and so I'm curious, like, why did you want to talk about China? Like, what did you see when watching old footage of her that made her stand out? Where you're like, "Hey, I'll do your show, Will, but we're talking about China." That's what I want
2: to know. I think I think um, the ask just caught me after I had seen like a couple of her uh, runs, like like basically in 99 to into late 2000, um, where she had a huge push and, uh, my, one of my besties, Tim Capel has always been a huge China fan. So whenever we would watch matches together and, you know, China would be on the show, he, he would always, you know, have something to say about her and I would always be really drawn to her. Um, just, she's very striking and she's, I mean, her body was insane, um, and so there, there was something special about her, and then when I watched, um, some of these feuds that she had, like with Jeff Jarrett, like with, uh, Chris Jericho, and I was shocked by how good she was, not only in the ring, which I, I could see definite improvement in her just in that short, um, the short run of pay-per-views that I watched, um. And she was really, she was really just hanging with the boys in a way that I've rarely seen in wrestling. I'm a huge fan of intergender wrestling and watching her, you know, before anybody else was really doing it was sort of amazing to me. And I thought she was good as a character on the mic, um, in the ring, especially her stuff with triple H is amazing. And I, you know, I, I just thought that in a, in a poll about, um, you know, the top wrestlers, I thought she definitely deserved a spot.
1: Okay, great. And, and um, Ryan, you're, you're like me, you were watching her as we were growing up.
3: Do you agree with everything Jimmy said? Yeah, she's definitely polarizing. Um, she chops on the screen. You're going to, you know, be drawn to her. Um, she's gorgeous in her own way, of course. She is, um, um, and it's not a slight at all. But mm-hmm. she's gorgeous, and of course, in her own way. Um, I, as a, let's see, 1993, I am a 12-year-old boy. I definitely remember her debuting and being struck by her. Be like, oh wh- wow, who's that with Triple H? You know. So, she has so many jump-up moments. If it's not the first woman in the Royal Rumble. If it's not being the first woman to win the Intercontinental, or the only woman to win the Intercontinental Champion, multiple times too. First woman to compete for the WWE Champion, be incredible in a, in a WWE Championship match, almost winning the WWE Championship around SummerSlam 99. Um, and then just really all the Eddie stuff where she's just incredible yep. character work with Eddie. Um, up and down the card, super memorable, super flexible. She could easily have been in a tag team and a tag team champ and be credible um, just a rock star is the best way to put her, to look at her, honestly.
2: And and that was that was sort of new to me because I I don't feel like in in these years that I've discovered wrestling and fell in love with it and started learning about it, I feel like there's not a lot of conversation about her as a wrestler unless it's you know a joke about porn, which is fine. I, I like to joke about porn too. So, um, but I was just really surprised because. I feel like nobody ever really mentions her at all.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to kind of be the guy to rain on the China parade.
2: Okay. <laughs> That's fine.
1: And, and, and it's it's not to insult her. It's just if you look at the landscape of when she was around, right? You said like, oh, I liked her promos. Well, well for, for someone who was watching back then, to me, her greatest asset was Triple H's silent bodyguard. Don't talk.
2: That's fine, <laughs> too, know, yeah. Because
1: I did yeah. not like her promos. Or when it was Eddie Guerrero doing the Eddie Guerrero stick around her, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and so, for me, I thought, as a character, great character, right? Okay? Triple H's bodyguard. This, you know, uh, woman who wrestles men like Jarrett and Jericho, you know? And, uh... And, I always say that if there's a wrestling match, even if you're being carried, you have to have the ability to be carried, Mm -hmm. you know, to listen to Jericho and Jared. Mm -hmm. Because those guys are leading those matches. Oh, for sure. You know, and so, but you have to have that ability, right? Like everybody says, oh, well, Bret Hart carried British Bulldog, you know, to his great matches. It's like, yeah, but you have to have that ability. Because there are other guys out there that don't have that ability. Mm -hmm. And so for me when i look at china it's like she's always like part of that attitude era like you can't take her out without feeling like something's missing and that's a positive right because mm-hmm. she had whatever anyone thinks about her in ring skills ultimately charisma is charisma mm-hmm. right and being over is being over <laughs> you know you know um and so i'll always give her prompt for that but back then it's there was like a brief moment, maybe 99, maybe early 2000 where you could hear someone say, oh, I want to see China wrestle, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't sustained. It like happened and then like when she was gone, it wasn't like there was this huge void. It was just like the company didn't miss without her. Because then you had people like Lita and Tristratus and others to come in and it was just kind of like, hey, the machine going, right
2: well somebody Where's had life? to start it i suppose
1: sure yeah. sure no and i'll always give her credit for that you know that hey you're you're at you're 100 right as great as sherry martell was sherry martell wasn't wrestling men, mm-hmm. right you know miss elizabeth was purely um
0: a valet Eye candy, yes. never a wrestler
1: mm-hmm. you know so you know or, or sable sable might have been the valet who transitioned to a wrestler, but she she wasn't needed, Mm. right? So for China to have good matches, she's more than Sable was, right? You know, Luna Vachon might have been a a woman who, if given that opportunity, could have done that, you know, maybe wrestled some smaller men or
2: something. I like me some Luna, too, so I'm not mad at
1: that. You know, so I'm just giving a different perspective. But what I am glad is that, like, you go back, jim like i said you you weren't watching her as, as this stuff happened you go back and you said oh my god this person her right there china she sticks out to me yep and that's charisma yep. that's just charisma that's she somebody it, who that's for best. sure so so i'll give you credit for that so okay great and, and I, I was genuinely interested why you wanted to talk about china mm-hmm. like and i got some insight so thank you for that but um if she uh, would, have,
3: if different. she would have make your list, it would have. You'd have to be really big into jump like storylines and memorable moments and some charisma. Right. Her, 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 her work rate aren't going to get her there, or even really. And, even
2: close. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you about the work rate, but yeah. it was it was improved in the in the short amount of time that I watched her wrestle. So
1: right, and and that that's kind of the, the biggest thing too is when she was actually wrestling. Right, because most of the time she was just Triple H's bodyguard. Mm -hmm. She wasn't actually in the match. Yes, you know she was the person who interfered. Yes, you know. Um, So she just doesn't have like the longevity, Mm -hmm. and 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 she doesn't have like that punch you in the face impact that somebody who might have only been around for a year had. Right. You know, but like was a huge champ or something.
3: like, sorry, Jenny, I'd put Rhonda over her.
2: <laughs> I, well, I figure like, most people would, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah,
1: like a Ronda Rousey, because Ronda Rousey yeah. came in and, like, delivered a great match right away. And well, then speaking had of being cured, carried, like, but okay. The and and we'll, we'll talk about Ronda Rousey in a mm-hmm. minute, but but let's talk about some other wrestlers first. Um, uh, anyone want to say anything else about China before we move on? Nope. Nope. Okay. We're good. All right. So next one we're going to talk about, and y'all are going to have to help me with this one. Okay. And because I got a good buddy of mine, my buddy Hassan, he would say, Hey, watch Rhea Ripley in NXT. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I've never heard of her. (laughs) And then, um, the first time I ever saw her wrestle was the first pandemic WrestleMania, Mm -hmm. whatever, like last year, not this year, but last year, 2020. Oh wait, God, twenty twenty. Okay, <laughs> two, so, years ago, two years ago this week. Ago. <laughs> whatever, man.
2: What is Time's time? All up. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm with you. Anyway,
1: so I saw her there, but it was with no fans.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Was she the wait? Was she the one who fought Charlotte? At that yes, wrestling? yes. One of the one of the best matches. It with was. No fans.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, uh, I would say it was between that match, her and Charlotte, or the the. Uh, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn match mm. only two matches that happened in the ring that I even cared about the whole weekend but people kept telling me oh watch her in NXT oh she should be a big star why are they letting Charlotte beat her you know <laughs> but I don't know anything else about her. like is she somebody who could make somebody's t- top 100 list Ryan you start this one off
3: um if you if you take in account resumes she might be able to make your list but i think that she would probably make your have a better chance of making your list at say 2027 but you sp- you speaking of nxt she's she's been through it in nxt starting in nxt uk you know winning being the first nxt uk cha- women's champion i think that's pretty jump up and a nice add to the resume and having you know three pretty good matches with Deanna Peraza Tony Storm and Dakota Kai within that title reign so it was short and it was towards the end of 2018 but you know looking back at it, it's a nice little notch on her resume um, her first standout appoint uh, her first standout moment was probably Team Ripley in the War games 2019 uh, it was overshadowed by that Dakota Kai angle but Really, reassigned in that match herself. It, uh, I had it at four stars, and it was the fourth best match for November 2019. So, uh, and then she had a pretty memorable moment against Shayna Baszler, winning the NXT title. And actually, actually, I want to say this is the last time NXT beat AEW in the ratings. So, I think that's kind of like a jump up moment, and it's a feather in her cap when they when there was a brief <laughs> a brief ratings war there, or so called ratings war. Um, but that was that coming in at four stars, and that was the fifth best match for that January 2021. Uh, the Charlotte match was four and a quarter. I had it, and that was the second best match match for that month. Uh, Charlotte versus Io Shirai in your house, fourth star, uh, fourth best match for that month at four stars. Mercedes Martinez on Super Tuesday, four stars, third best match in that month, and then Io Shirai on NXT TV, four and a quarter, the second best match for that month. So in NXT alone, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven best matches of the month. So I would say her NXT resume is rather strong. And then she. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Just looking at it from that top match in the you know whole WWE, 205 Live, NXT UK main event, Raw, SmackDown, pay-per-views, whatever. To have a top five match in a month, I put weight. I hold weight on that. You know what I mean? So to look at her NXT resume being that alone one two three four seven top matches of the month i would i you know i think that's good weight on her resume if you weigh that other factors probably wouldn't weigh her down on the list but that pretty good uh and then she debuted on the main roster real quick in the 2021 royal rumble being the final two with bianca showing real I think that's the future feud that's going to be money for the WWE's Bianca versus Rhea, and they alluded to it really early in both of their career on the main roster. In that Royal Rumble, they had a fantastic closing five-minute stretch between them, really suspenseful and it uh, really memorable. Uh, the mass she won the Mania match for the Raw Women's Title against Asuka. Three three stars, it was okay. Jenny was there. I'm sure she can add to that in a bit. And then um, she struggled post-mania a lot of character work changed a lot of like her hair kept changing she was a mess as a on tv with promos she had no confidence she she really struggled and you could tell and also it was an empty arena first time on raw thrown in the fire so i would say that's that would keep her off of a list in my opinion but she's shown a lot of strength and uh, growth since then Nothing really memorable on the resume, like I alluded to a few seconds ago, but she had a killer match with Charlotte, again, at the Money in the Bank 2021, four and a quarter, where she loses the belt, fourth best match that month. And then she's really just been in tag stuff since that with Nikki Ash, and I think she has real potential right now in a tag with um, Liv Morgan, as I think they – coexist really well together and i think they're going to be really marketable and should really help develop both of their characters in the wrong one so that's kind of where we're at with Leah ripley right now
1: so so let me ask you do you prefer Rhea and nxt or her wwe like did you watch
3: her NXT? oh
2: will um
0: what oh
1: when you
2: open a can of worms like that i think that Pretty much everybody suffers going from NXT to the main (laughs) roster. It's called Main Roster Angry. There's a term for this. (laughs) Um, It's when your favorites on NXT, which I was super into NXT, this whole... I was super into Rhea. Um, I loved her character and everything about her. Um, I saw her live several times. She's amazing. Um, But... Yeah, she's gonna struggle going to the main roster because goddamn everybody does. So, I well, like uh, Ryan. it's because
0: it's won by
1: a uh, seventy-nine-year-old. Right. You know,
2: um. So that's. Um, well, there are exceptions, you know, to this as well to the NXT to the main roster. Angry, but which oh, no. one that we'll talk about in a minute. But, um, Rhea, like Ryan said, I think I like this tag team with live, and I think this is gonna be something that really does push her into a better spot. Because she ha- I think she has worked her way up since she had that main roster angry slump. Um, but I think she has put the work in. She's amazing on Instagram also. Follow her for sure on Instagram. Because <laughs> she has that mm. cool factor that a lot of the other women don't. Because a lot of the other women are um, amazing, sexy, beautiful, and all the other adjectives, but Rhea has that edge and that cool factor that I think a lot of people identify with, me being one of them.
1: Well, is the word you're looking for genuine or authentic?
2: It, it is, but I think it's more edgy, Like, and, and like her okay. edge doesn't seem manufactured in the way that some other superstars have have a manufactured
1: so like yeah. if you piss her off like support yeah like she's
2: legit I feel like she's yeah, very legit.
1: Gotcha. All right, huh? Would she make either of your lists? I'm just curious. Like, I, Ryan, I know you said in 2027 she might have a shot, but I'm just
3: curious.
1: Um, but, I'd I, prob-
3: into this well. I would probably say no right now, but I'd buy stock in her if that makes sense to you.
2: I would agree with that. I mean, I've not made a list in all transparency, but um, in thinking a about a hypothetical list that I might potentially do in the future, uh, 2027 or whatever. Here's uh, what
1: we're going to do, Jenny. I'm going to send you my list, okay. and you just copy it. All right. Then Thank you. you. That's
2: what I need a cheat sheet.
1: <laughs> okay. You just, let, From somebody just who hasn't
2: it. watched wrestling copy in five, five years.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: okay. Yes. And
1: then, then uh, Lord uh, Little Brook and Little <laughs> can have two votes. Okay. It won't there be just them. me voting for budgets. Anyway. All right. And, and and Ryan, I think the other one you were talking about, or, or you just mentioned her, Bianca B. at Bel Air. Jenny, I think that's who you meant by yes. saying they've done better on the main roster than NXT, correct? Yes. Because I know me personally, like, i never heard anything about her. Like, I'm so bad with names. And one, I hate the names that WWE produces mm-hmm. for their talent. Like, Gavin Holder. You know, <laughs> I'm just making shit up.
3: It made sense, though. <laughs>
1: Chad, Chad Boston. You know, like, <laughs> nobody has that fucking name. Shut up. You know, Bianca Belair. <laughs> like, obviously, that's not her name. What's her real name? Anyone have that information? Oh
2: shoot, that's a great question. I feel like I should know well, that.
1: But but you know what? I feel that this is totally fucked up. It's like, oh, she's a black woman. The French Fresh Prince of Bel Air was black, so let's call her Bel Air because she's black. Like oh, that, so that's her that's name is pissed. Blair.
2: So it's Bianca Blair. Um, I knew it was real okay. close. So they didn't they didn't screw with it that much. So they
1: so they weren't being discriminatory. Like no, Vince no. McMahon
2: racist. Okay. I mean, she I think be. she could have kept her shoot name, but I mean. It's close to yeah, Maybe uh, that makes me a, Perhaps it does,
1: uh, Will. All right. So Bianca Belair, this is what I know. Main evented night one of WrestleMania last year, mm-hmm. right? When the fans came back, correct?
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And had the best match on the show. Or something that could be in contention for the best match on the show. Yes. Sasha. Okay, and Ginny, you were there live. For I that, was, correct?
2: yes, losing so my fucking mind.
1: <laughs> all right, tell us about that experience. The first WrestleMania experience is always is always awesome. And tell us uh, what you can about Bianca Beller and how you view her.
2: Well, uh, that so Tampa is probably my favorite um, live wrestling experience, just because I think we were all super stoked to be back. Um, at Mania, and the previous year had been stolen from us, and so we were, everybody was just so fucking happy to be there, and so thankful, even though there were cardboard cutouts in the stands with us, um, but this match was incredible, Bianca was on fire, the whole crowd was in love with her, we were just, uh, there's a video of me just just dancing ecstatically uh, to her theme music, so it's...
1: Okay, okay but time out, time out. There were cardboard cutouts? Yes. In the <laughs> yes. Real fans.
2: yes. So so like in a row, uh, there would be like groups um, together. I think it was like four seats together. And then there would be literal cutouts of people. I, I think you could actually like pay to get your likeness on one of these cutouts. I, from what I understand, I don't, I don't know if that's accurate. Okay, or
1: this, this is very important. Were the cardboard cutouts folded so that they were sitting down?
2: No, they were, um, they were like cut off at the waist, sort of. So they were just like, they were zip tied to the chairs. like the So
1: all of the cutouts were disabled?
2: Yeah, <laughs> they were okay. half, half people, yes. And they had creepy faces. It was so creepy. Because um, it would be like, just like this fixed smile, like stare. Um, and like... Like 80, well, probably 90% of them were white. Um, and, so...
1: like, they didn't mix in, like, old legends, like, just randomly <laughs> see, like, Bruno San face. <laughs> <Martina laughs> that's or, a good idea. <laughs> that's actually <laughs> a good
3: idea.
1: You know, like, all of a sudden you see that guy dressed as Macho Man on, like, every <laughs> paper dude. He wasn't there, like, just chilling.
2: Wait, okay, was it was funny, like, it was a little bit creepy, but also, it, it was kind of nice, because you didn't feel all claustrophobic, and, like, because, you know, at a normal show, it's like, you're with 100,000 people, and, you know, it's not right. comfortable, so it was very comfortable up there, like that, um, oh, despite the rain and, and all that.
1: And I know we're getting totally off topic know, cause that's but this was also the WrestleMania where, like, all the... Um, uh, ATMs went down and, like, you couldn't buy anything or pay for anything or get drinks or food or whatever, I right?
3: Think I think that was SummerSlam.
2: Yeah, I think that was SummerSlam.
1: Ah, shit. Man, okay, never mind. Were you at that one, too? Because I want to know about that one. Either of you at that one?
2: The one in we Vegas, both yes.
1: You were at the one where all the, the, the machines went down? Yes,
2: but we were in a suite, so we didn't
1: care. That didn't affect us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ballers, man. Look at y'all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't fuck around, Will. We don't. All right, man. All right. I'm all impressed. Like, man, you gotta see <laughs> anyway. All right. So Bianca Bella, So tell us about that one, that moment. You were dancing to her music, she wrestles and then tell us about what you did.
2: She like her she stood out immediately in NXT. Um, she was one of my favorites. Um, just pretty much automatically, just on point with character from day one um she did not look developmental at all in NXT like she pretty much blew everybody away um and then when she moved up to the main roster i was very worried for her um but i think she came in at a time where they needed her and she's she pretty much delivered on every single thing that she can do uh in ring she's incredibly powerful she is incredibly like, genuine and nice, like she is a true baby face, um, although I do love heels, and I am sort of into seeing her as a heel eventually, kind of hope we do, but for right now, I like what she has going on, um, she's, uh, inspirational, I feel like, and, uh, she is good on the mic, she, she has pretty much chemistry with everybody that she wrestles, um, and I think that's proven with what she's done with literally everybody—Becky, Charlotte, everybody up and down the card. She just works well, and she's the crowd loves her, and she's special.
1: Okay, and 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 Ryan, uh, where does she fall on your little list of matches? And, I, and I'm serious about this. I want to know, like, this because you're like, look, Rhea Ripley, like she had like four. You know, match of the weeks
3: in a month or whatever. Yeah.
1: What was the stat? What was, did I get that right? The stat?
3: She had seven, NXT alone, she had seven ma- top five matches of a month.
1: Got you. Okay, that's why I'm, And uh, I'm sorry, I'm not very good at numbers. Um, that's why so, I don't deal with that so, stuff. But, but like, where does Bianca Belair fall in the numbers? Uh, the
3: numbers don't play her wrong. Uh, the numbers aren't in her favor in that way like Rhea, but she has a bunch of um, jump up moments. Um like, for instance, small ones at first, WrestleMania 34, Women's Battle Royal, first w- Women's Battle Royal. She was one of the only few NXT girls in it, but still, jump up moment. Number two, While in NXT, number two in the 2022, 2020 Royal Rumble, and she was like the Iron Woman. So, again, good introduction. Speaking of introductions, War Games 19 and Survivor Series weekends, that Survivor Series where it was NXT versus Raw for SmackDown, she shined in both of them, so they saw her coming, they shined her up, kind of that, a little bit of that. In NXT, um, she was really just a mid-card wrestler, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, but they they presented her in a way... When she was going for the belt as like unworthy in a way, like Sam Roberts would call her out and say, I don't think she belongs, but she would have a good showing. But it was good psychology because she would have a good showing and she would just make it, but she wouldn't beat Shayna. So it was just like, all right, she's a rookie. She she wasn't ready, but she had a pretty good showing type of thing. So it was a good presentation and good character development. and It was a good way to kind of protect her in a way while giving her shine. So that was pretty much her NXT run. Um, Safe, um, good presentation. Nothing crazy. Not like Rhea, anyways. But also, this is this is at a time where Rhea was a a perfect circumstance of NXT TV against AEW. They needed that star, so they kept presenting Rhea as a as a draw and and as a star. She delivered. Where Bianca was kind of saved for the main roster in a way too.
2: Yes, that is
3: accurate. Okay. Yeah. um, Uh -uh. And I she just wanted to debuted. clarify
2: something with you. Oh, oh keep I'm
3: going, Ryan.
1: Ready. No, sorry. Go, 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 go. No, no. jump in. I'm. A, I'm not. I only need to wrap up uh, Bianca Belair. So, if you have anything else you want to add to her case, add it, and then I'll
3: wrap yeah, it real up. Real quick, she actually debuted in that pandemic WrestleMania with at the end of a Street Profit matches. Who she's married to Montez, her husband. And, oh, okay. Uh, Montez Ford. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. She she debuted at that pandemic WrestleMania. It's super forgettable. It was like at the end of night two. Everyone was sleeping. But um and then she was on ice, literally on ice. She was on main event every time. But um, I have Whoa. one notable non notable main event match at three stars against Ruby Riot in an empty arena. Um I I don't remember it. I just have it on my list at being as good. I consider three stars good, so that's a little tick for Ruby Riot and Bianca. Um, nothing, oh. sustain, nothing sustainable yeah. until WrestleMania thirty or to the Royal Rumble uh, leading into WrestleMania 34, where she would go on to win, where I talked about with Rhea. And then she had that great moment with Charlotte at WrestleMania 34. I mean, excuse me, at WrestleMania 37. It's, it's hard to remember all these oh, numbers. And the match yeah. was a home run. It was a success, and it was only 13 minutes. And they delivered and hit a home run. I just watched it this week for it. I four and a quarter, I th- and it was number four of the month. Um, after that, you know, she gets she has a Becky uh, a Bailey feud, and it gets cut. The legs get cut out because Bailey tears her knee.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so, let's talk about that when we get to Bailey. So
3: yep, and then uh, so what? what my, my point is, she has a, then she has a Sasha feud, and then Sasha doesn't show up at SummerSlam, so. And again, bad luck for Bianca, but it doesn't really hurt her. Star. Oh,
0: she's oh no, that hurts her, man. That was
1: horrible when uh when no, no. uh when Becky cut came out and pinned her in like twelve seconds or something.
3: Well, what I'm saying is, all all these things keep cutting her legs out, and it doesn't it it hurts it hurts in some parts, but she's her shine still, her star still shines in my in my view. I would
2: agree. Okay.
3: Like she's still well, over. Let's put it that way. And
1: I see what you're saying. So so. So it's not like she gets her legs cut out all these times, and then people just gave up on her. It's like she still comes back, and people care. Which kind of sucks because
3: building and there's no substance payoff. You know what I mean? and, And and
1: unfortunately, because it's it's kind of weird because even if you're over after you know that, well, they feel like they can keep doing that to you. Yeah, if if they have any investment.
2: I mean, that's that's fair, but I, I feel like we're building to something else maybe for her. I don't know. Um,
1: I don't know. I've just been let down by that company. No, so I know. I not that yeah. they'll do the right thing. I agree. You know? But <laughs> I agree. having said that, I um, upon further reflection, I was not being racist. When I thought they'd be racist.
0: <laughs>
1: what I realized is that, and I mentioned this the video. the only reason I even picked up the
3: Peacock network
1: was for the WWE portion. It was so I could watch the new Bel-Air drama. On and totally addicted.
3: I, did, I right. did pop for that. And we're, we're, we're ready for uh, Will's review of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, party. yeah. That's, that's a new
1: podcast. I'm just probably. looking for a co-host. I'll <laughs> tell you what. Since y'all are my new friends, y'all find me a co-host. willing to watch the show. With
2: me oh, with we her, will. With Don't worry. We will.
1: All right. Find somebody willing to talk with me about this, this show. Because I... I have a lot to say about the new Carlton. Okay? <laughs> okay. Because he, he seems to be the most hated character, like, because he's no longer, like, dancing Carlton all sucks, Will, mm. right? Like, he's kind of the uh, antagonist of the show, you know? Oh, interesting. But I hated him the very first episode, like, he was the only character I hated the first episode, and by, like, episode five or six, like, he's by far, like, the most interesting character in the show, for me, personally. All villains. So she I have a lot are. to say about this shit. <laughs> He's not a villain. I mean, he's just like—I oh I don't know. It's—it's it's, it's more in depth than that. I, I'm trying to simplify it. It's like he's, kid, but he's like Shit, it's a gray. Anyway, oh, okay. Well, that's um, the best. That's the best. Thing so, so, so upon further reflection, I am not racist. I'm addicted to just the new Bel Air.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, show. Anyway, let's move on.
2: Um, so. I do have Tyler's notes. Oh. Um, for Bianca that oh.
1: I did want to oh, read. Oh, what did he say? Was she- she couldn't have shown up on the way.
2: No, no. Not nominated, um, but he says um, she'll be on the bubble uh, with a chance to make his list. Oh, okay. Her highs are very high. The Wrestlemania main event against Sasha was an excellent match and a great moment. Always seems to shine and stand out in Royal Rumble and Elimination Chambers. Um, very good Hell in a Cell match against Bailey last year and was a participant in the Women's War Games match in 2019. Kurt charismatic and has a connection to the crowd um depends on what she does this year as to whether she'll make the list or not which i think is fair
1: yeah no okay and, and i want to give a shout out to uh, my co-host tyler kelly who cannot be on the show this week um but it's it's okay tyler uh, and, and the fact is we couldn't even do these polls without tyler tyler's the one who could you know, accumulates all the data, and counts the the balance. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's the reason that these things are able to continue. Because I know my lazy ass wouldn't count it. So, you
2: know. <laughs> same.
1: You know. So anyway, so shout out to Tyler. All right. So, can we go on to the next one? Are we ready?
2: Yeah, I think so. We're ready.
1: All right. So, next person on my list is Alexa Bliss. Okay. And this is what I know. She's spooky. <laughs> Okay, honestly, like, what was the WrestleMania leading to um, Kofi Mania? What number was that?
3: Thirty-five.
1: Okay, she was like some glamour girl, right, or like some cowgirl or something, like a cow, like a, a Southern Belle, right? Was that her? No,
3: that was Lacey. No, that's god Alexa was a goddess, I believe is her correct. Oh, shit! I was the right white blonde.
1: Um. <laughs> Okay, but she is the creepy
2: one, right? The one who
3: yes. got
1: spit in the face by uh, the Bray Wyatt or Yeah. Okay, and so there is one thing about Alexa Bliss. If I'm not mistaken, Becky Lynch pinned Alexa Bliss to win the world title. Correct. Ryan, say that again. Did Alexa Bliss get pinned by Becky Lynch when Becky Lynch won the world title? Is that right? Or did Ronda Rousey beat Alexa Bliss? This is what the problem I have is that I'm so ignorant on this shit.
3: No, Ron, uh, Ronda Rousey beat Alexa Bliss. Yeah, SummerSlam yeah. 18.
1: All right. Hell of the Cell 2018. Who beat Alexa Bliss? Hell of the Cell. Um, Was it Ronda again in a rematch? Quite possibly. Shit. Hold on, guys. Um, I'll tell you what. Here's the thing. I remember Alexa Bliss beat by Becky Lynch. Who did Becky Lynch beat? Did she beat Charlotte to win her first belt?
3: Uh, probably, the, but I don't think they were on the – oh, yes, yes, yes. Alexa Bliss – you're talking 16. Yeah, okay. So, no, yeah,
1: 2018.
3: Alexa, was it, No, this is right after the brand split. So this is the – I believe Alexa beat Becky with a tables match. Is that what you're referring to? No. Nope. Hold on.
1: Hold on, guys. I'm sorry I, I stopped the show.
3: I was at this
1: show. In San Antonio, okay? And in San Antonio, on September 16th, 2018, all right, there was a match. And it was Ronda Rousey defeating Alexa Bliss. All right? So I got to see Ronda Rousey live defeat Alexa Bliss but I confused the two matches because Becky Lynch pinned Charlotte to win the world belt this is at the peak of like Becky mania right okay later on in the show Ronda Rousey pinned Alexa Bliss and I remember live actually enjoying that match okay Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so the problem I have is that besides the spooky girl thing, which I've seen clips of on YouTube and being live for that match. Like shit. I thought she was the Southern bell. I didn't even know it wasn't <laughs> her. Like I, th- I thought she literally went from Southern bell to creepy doll and that didn't happen. And so now I'm lost. So guys save me, Ryan. Tell me about Alexa bliss. Help me out here.
3: Oof. Um, all right, a few jump up moments. She won the first ever women's elimination chamber match. It was a pretty good match, three and three, three and three quarters, the fourth best match of that month. Uh, she dropped the belt to Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam, and she, just like you alluded to, she lost the uh, the rematch at Hell in a Cell. And I believe she has some injury, concussions issues coming out of that match with Ronda, or that feud with Ronda.
0: So oh wow. That-
3: yeah, she, well, she's a little girl, and Ronda's a little, you know, rugged girl. You know, Ronda whipped that ass, so and she's, she's a little girl, so shit happens, right? So she finds herself in a tag team with Nikki Cross. They win the tag team belts at the empty, empty WrestleMania. Um, they carry it till summer. She gets injured again, and then she comes back as the Fiend's friend. I don't know, <laughs> and then she hits the fan. You know, she she. But hey, here's a jump up moment for you, Will. She pinned Randy Orton in a in a pay per view match.
1: Oh, okay. So, all right. Um, <laughs> yay. Uh, yay! I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still thinking she's the Southern Bell. What the hell do I know? I mean, come on. Yeah. So let's move on to the Southern Bell over here, Jeannie. Um, <laughs> good, <so>.
0: good transition. Yeah.
1: Alexa Bliss, is she going to make a list I mean, like, Do you even like, like, have anything to say about her? Honestly, like, I don't know. Like, I'm still thinking of Lacey. God, I'll, I can not even pick him out in the lineup. I'm serious.
2: I think I might like Lacey more than I like Alexa, if we're being honest. Um, okay. I was but Alexa
1: of, Bliss has had more memorable moments, Well, right? yeah,
2: yeah. I'm yeah. sure, yeah. So I feel like for most of the time that I've been watching her wrestle, she has been injured and so she would just do, like, talk show-type segments for, like, it felt like forever um, on the shows. And I was never, ever super impressed with any of her matches. Um, I, I mean, of course, I, I, I didn't want Ronda to beat her because I hate Ronda, so I, I was definitely cheering for her on that one, so that was disappointing. Um, the stuff with The Fiend, I think, is a lot of people really hate it. Um I like the fiend personally, like I like that character, her stuff with the, with him. I could just kind of take her leave um I just feel like it's God. it's it's probably good for what she's doing um and it seems to connect with maybe a younger audience um but it's not anything okay. that. Um, really works for me, I...
1: So, so, so let, let, me, let, me, let me ask a more important question. Mm-hmm. Have we already spent more time on Alexa Bliss than we did for this project? I Honestly. mean,
2: I, I don't want to discredit her, but probably... We can, though. We can I totally mean, discredit her. That's why yeah. we're here. Discredit I
3: people I we don't like.
1: Uh, you know, because we're getting the wrong Rousey. I
3: I would consider Alexa a top 10 to 12 woman of all time, 15. Really? Eight. Oh, no. But not. But not... Well, with the WWE like formula. That's still
1: hard, man.
3: Within the WWE, maybe oh, if you look at everything, if you take into account her uh, character work and her promos. Oh man,
1: man, I can come up with twelve right now off the top uh, of my head.
3: But top one hundred, not even close. Yeah. Definitely. Like maybe top fifty, <laughs> top three hundred. I don't know. Well um, but she has a smart point to her, you know?
1: I'm gonna put Lacey on my list just for the <laughs>
3: Like
1: Alexa's uh, Jeff-
2: ninety-nine place. I like it. Um. So Tyler had in his notes says that she was ranked number one fifty-five overall. Um. Seems better at character work than in ring. I would agree with that. Although she's improved in that arena. Um. Handles the possessed spooky bullshit better than Bray Wyatt, which I do not agree with. But
1: that's what. Right. Wait. Timeout. Timeout. In the last poll. He was saying she was ranked 155? I can't believe
2: it. That's what it says.
1: Yeah. She must have had a hell of an NXT career.
3: She had a hell of a 16 and 17, honestly, leading into the, into those votes. She was probably at her peak at 16 and 17, so people okay, well, probably so, gave her credit for that. Okay,
1: so so they were right. Yeah. I don't even know who she is. Let's move on to the next
0: one. Let's move on to someone I am excited
1: to talk about, okay? And look, I've been watching Japanese wrestling for like, a couple of decades and I'm still a novice compared to people who've been watching them since like the 80s right mm-hmm. so for me if you're going to get me to like raise my eyebrow to like the Japanese movies, I got to think uh, a um, you know three of uh, the Los Caraches I don't know what their names are I don't know what their names were but like uh, Los, God See, this is the problem. I'm old and I forget shit. And there's, like, a tag team that I loved in the 90s. They had, like, the cage match with, like, where they jumped off the cage. Anyway. God, what was that? <laughs> anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the point is, Aja Khan, you know, like, uh, Bull Nakano. Like, those, to me, are, like, Japanese women. Right? And, like, you know, I had friends who were telling me, like, man, you got to check out Asuka. Right? And I'm like, you know what, man, I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of over Joshi, you know, like, they're like, no, no, no. So I, I haven't really seen any of her Japanese stuff, but when she appeared in NXT, she was just destroying girls, man. She was just destroying them. And it was like it was really visual experiences. It was just her kicking the shit out of people. <laughs> I fucking love by far my favorite my favorite woman in the last 10 years to watch like i don't even care what your your star ratings are to, uh ryan no offense but
3: oh they're high with her all right
1: but if you tell me hey we're gonna go to the show Mosca's gonna kick some chicks at him i'm like in let's go i want to see it you know just love i think that she just oozes charisma and uh i just i thought I, th- I really enjoyed her in xt run but to be honest with you, don't really know anything about her WWE I been watching. So, Ryan, we're going to let you fill that in, but I want to know Jenny, are you an Oscar fan? I I
2: I am. It's not it's not a real um high level fandom for me, but I I'm always happy to watch her wrestle. I'm always happy to see her live. Watching her live is pretty dope, honestly. Um everybody loves her. Like Zero percent of people go. I don't like Asuka. Like, and I think that's pretty amazing in wrestling because a lot of people like to hate a lot of things in wrestling, and I I've never legit ever heard anybody say anything bad about her.
1: Okay, and, and just I, while you were talking, Jenny, I had to look up that text. I figured you would. It was it was Los Cotorras Twenty One <laughs> Alright, did I do that pretty good? That was my time. <laughs> did, did y'all pick up? That was good. La cochoras, orientales. Alright. And it was Mima Shimoda and let me see. It's Suko Mita. Alright, and they were awesome. Anyway, so I mean, I get it. I mean, it's just to me, I think like when I think Charisma, you know, you know how, like, you were all excited about Bianca Belair, mm-hmm. right? Because you told me you were jumping up and down. I you was. were singing the theme, right? You were rocking the music. That's me and Oscar. I'm like, yes.
2: Yeah, her you theme. Know. is Her thing hits. Yeah. It's,
1: I don't even know what her theme is. It's so good. Yes. <laughs> all right. Like, I went to an AEW show last night. I didn't know any of the wrestlers' theme music except for Jeff Hardy's because it's his music from previously Mm. and CM Punk wasn't on the show. So it's like, I know that song because I've been listening to that song for 30 plus years, but (laughs) the rest of it, I I don't know wrestler themes anymore. I'm so horrible, but I'm going to trust y'all that it hits. Anything else you want to say about Asuka?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So like when I first got uh, into wrestling, so um, she, I think she was on some sort of undefeated streak, but I think at, was it, uh, Mania 34, were Charlotte beater? Is that accurate, Ryan? In New WrestleMania Orleans? 34, Charlotte, yes. Yeah, so everybody was super pissed. I was at that show. That was my first Mania. And oh, wow. everybody was super pissed uh, that Oscar lost, and especially to Charlotte, um, which is, in hindsight, when I think about it, is probably pretty big in my Charlotte fandom, which we'll talk about. and the fact that my first experience was her knocking off this wrestler that everybody loved and, you know, she was on this undefeated streak and whatnot. So um, when I think back, that's probably a huge match um, in my wrestling fandom.
3: Totally. Ryan? Uh, a lot of jump-up moments for Oscar. You know, right away, she wins the Royal Rumble in 2018 as soon as this, we finish our list. The great Charlotte match that Jenny was just talking about. That's the fifth best match that month. And then she has an absolute banger of a match with Charlotte and Becky. TLC match, four and a half stars, the best match for December 2018. She wins the title. And then she has another great match with Becky at the 19, excuse me, 2019 Royal Rumble, fifth best match of the month. And then she goes on a like she goes into the tag team with Kyrie Sane, the Kabuki Warriors. They last for, like, a whole year. Um, They have a really cool – count, like, a cool – this would be a cool DVD match for you, Will. Um, The Kabuki Warriors versus Charlotte and Becky on Raw, November 11th, 2019. It's only three and a half stars. It's for the belts, but it's, like, a a cool novice novice match. DVD set for you, buddy. Um, But she really starts shining – She shines again in the empty pandemic. This is when like Vince kind of sinks his teeth into Asuka and sees the value in her finally, is in the empty pandemic where her mannerisms and her dancing, and there's no one in the arena, and there's no one on the TV screen besides her, but she can fill so much TV time. She absolutely has a great empty pandemic run there, wins the Raw belts, has a great moment when... Becky drops the belt, hands it to her. It's really heartfelt, and that heartfelt, great mem- moment has a lot to do with Oscar, how she reacted, and she kind of, in my opinion, she stole the scene from Becky when Becky was, you know, announcing her pregnancy, and just just the way Oscar handled that and received that praise, and yeah. I just think Oscar totally stole that from Becky. It is a great jump up moment for her. Um, she has good okay. work with Becky good work with Bailey and Sasha that summer. Um, And then she drops the belt at Rhea pretty much. She has a really wonky Charlotte Flair and Lacey feud. She wins the tag belts with Charlotte, and then she drops the belts at the Rhea. She has a pretty good three-way feud with Rhea and Charlotte post-WrestleMania, and then she gets hurt and breaks her wrist as soon as the fans come back. At money in the bank and she's been out ever since so that's been charlotte that's,
1: that's from that's from carrying the whole division with one hand <laughs> finally the wrist snapped
3: pretty much you know oh. she was a pandemic champion in my eyes
1: okay and, and that's not even counting anything that she did in nxt when she went on yes. that
3: team so yeah, yeah we're not taking that account in here and then All right. you know, she had an all-time running 16 in nxt
1: <clears throat> so so okay so this has nothing to do with wrestling
3: but it does do
1: Deal with Oscar's hair because Asuka always comes out with the colored hair. Right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, right. This is a true story. When I was a kid, all right. This is why we're bringing up Oscar. So it's not like an old man, creepy Japanese fetish thing or anything. It's <laughs> just, like, <reminds> me.
2: Well, <laughs> I'm not gonna listen. Then
1: just just full disclosure. No, listen to this. Um, when I was a kid, I used to play like with GI Joes and Star Wars action figures, right? and I'd go to my buddy Ronaldo's house, okay, because he had like all the
0: G.I. Joes too,
1: right? So, like, we battle our G.I. Joes and play ColecoVision Vision, and whatever, <laughs> right? We had a little sister, right? And his little sister had all the strawberry shortcake dolls, right? <laughs> and the strawberry shortcake dolls had hair that smelled like fruits, right? Like apples, strawberries, and like vanilla custard. Right? <laughs> and when And when, like, his his sister is out of the room, or Ronaldo wasn't paying attention, she's playing a video game, I go sneak in her room and smell their hair. (laughs) (laughs) And so, whenever I see Asuka's hair, I always think, damn, my better hair smells like fruit. (laughs) 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 Alright, true story. Alright. That and was I'm, great. I'm old and gray enough now where I can finally admit that. You know.
2: That was very cute, mm. and I have a very bad joke I could say. I'm not going to do that. but
3: Oscar uh, yeah, no, fr- forever ruined.
2: Yep. Fruit hair. One. I'm she always going to think of
3: she that. Smelling hair.
2: that help yeah, she
0: anyway. does.
1: That's great. All right. All right.
0: Anyway. So, <laughs> but... Tyler,
2: Tyler says she was ranked number 100 overall. Um, oh, wow, she'll be
1: higher this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah made
2: his made list last time at number 84. It is borderline, this time sitting at 98 as we speak. Really enjoyed her NXT work. Excellent match against Ember Moon at TakeOver Brooklyn 3 and a very good one against Moon at Orlando. She had a badass aura with her undefeated streak, won the first Women's Royal Rumble in 18, and the TLC match with Charlotte and Becky in 2018. Um, I think she's had a moment on the main roster, but has been kind of a disappointment. I just wanted more, he says.
1: Yeah, but, you know, that's probably booking. Anyway, yeah,
2: but it's, but yeah, main rostering.
1: Oscar could, Oscar could do no wrong. Anyway, um, all right. I think, I don't, I don't even know if I had her on my list last time, but I put her on my list this time. I know that for a fact. Just because, like,
2: I like her fruit her
1: hair. And it's not her fruity hair. <laughs> Oh, it smells like citrus. Anyway, (laughs) all right, let's move on. All right, so now we're going to talk about uh, Jennifer's favorite wrestler. Okay? Of course, talk about Ronda Rousey. All right? But but look, all right, here's the thing about Ronda Rousey. This is what I did. Okay? Because when she came in, I had already stopped watching this product. Mm -hmm. Seriously, just stopped. I, I was done with this company. You know, I just couldn't take it. I've watched shows, like when I mentioned I saw that Hell in the Cell 2018, and I've already mentioned it like 20 times on the four podcasts I've done so far. <laughs> and it's because it's literally the only show I've sat to from beginning to end of WWE in, um, I don't know, seven years, eight years. You know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm trying to think of what the last show I
3: went to. Like,
1: like even WrestleMania 2017 no, 2016. Which one was the Dallas WrestleMania? 32-16.
3: 2016.
1: We didn't even stay for the whole show. And they had such bad lines that we didn't even get into the show on time. Right? So I didn't even, like, stick around for the whole show. Right? Because the main event was so horrible. We're like, hey, let's beat traffic. You know? Mm,
3: not a bad and, move. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, abysmal. But then when I went to Hell in 2018, all right, with my buddy Hassan, we had just come back from Mexico City, seen one of the greatest shows I'd ever seen in my life, the 85th Anniversario show in Mexico City, okay? And we to this show, and I was like, dude, we just saw one of the greatest lucha shows I've ever encountered, being there, and, you know, buying these masks for, like, like it was just like a great experience and I'm going to have to that was a hell of a until the main event okay and Ronda came out and she put on that match with Alexa Bliss that I didn't even remember (laughs) because I'm old anyway but from that first tag at Wrestlemania right to uh headline uh did she headline the um women's pay-per-view right yeah.
3: yeah against nikki bella she, she did right yep. you know
1: um like she's one of those few wrestlers that from the moment she started kind of like that kurt Angle figure where they just get it they just Ugh. know what they're doing it's facts it's facts it is what it is she's good and but here, here's where i'm gonna maybe this is like did you watch mma Jennifer? No. Like, did you watch it when Ronda Rousey? Okay, so Ronda Rousey was on top. Before she got beat by Holly Holm, right? Holly Holm was like a, he beat her finally. Yes. Before she got beat, she came in there with like just that angry face. Okay? Like somebody's been sniffing my strawberry shortcake dolls. And I don't know who it is. <laughs> like she just pissed. Alright? And she just looked mad all the time until she won the match and then she was all smiling there was no makeup there was no pretense okay and it felt authentic and she was a badass she comes out in WWE smiling Uh waving to the fans wearing Uh Roddy Roddy Piper's jacket which Uh I like the sentiment Uh it just felt forced Uh okay wearing that that scary makeup felt for it's like that's not what people want to see Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's not what i wanted to see it was like they they're saying the image that you cultivated that made you because and and this is something i i think be disputed in terms of in terms of famous people she's probably she's easily one of the top 20 if not top ten most famous people to be a wrestler in WWE, just I mean there's oh, very few. I mean, I'm just famous just in terms of sheer star power.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I mean we're we're looking at like The Rock, Austin, Bogan, Um Batista, you know, John right? Cena, yep, John Cena. Um, there's not too many others. Past that. You know, maybe Brock Lesnar kind of is on that Ronda Rousey level.
3: Yeah, you know? Brock. Yeah.
1: I would say Brock. They're, they're both over Roman Reigns. Yep. You know, in terms of just like sheer star power.
3: Household names, so yes.
1: So you bring that into WWE and then take all that away from her. I don't blame her. The only thing I blame is that she went along with it too eagerly. Having said that, I know nothing of her current run. But without her, women don't main event WrestleMania. Mm. Right? It's just, it's just, no, that's mm-hmm. facts. That's facts. Because without her, star, without being one of the biggest names the company has ever had in that company, you don't have that, 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 what I would call that, that comfort zone. Experience. We have somebody who's such a household name they can wrestle uh main event wrestlemania and we'll, we'll be okay you know there's no way it happens now. you know and I, I'll, I'll fight i'll fight you to, to, to my grave with that and it's not because like oh i'm this ronda rousey fan it's just recognizing your star power outside the company you know and that that's what i'm going to say about ronda rousey as far as the matches outside that first run, I have no idea what she's doing in this run. I have, I have no clue. Um, before we get to you, Jim, because I, I know this is your favorite wrestler, so we want to give you the, the forum here. Ryan, what's going on in this second run of first? And what did you think of the first run?
3: Her first run was carried by Jump Up Moments, debuting at the Rumble, the Stephanie Triple h Kurt Angle match at WrestleMania 34, um, it delivered. Great match. Four and a quarter. third best, ma- uh, Fourth best best that month. Um, wins the belt against Alexa we talked about a little earlier at SummerSlam. Made events evolution against Nikki Bella. Might be Nikki Bella's best overall singles match, which says something. It, um, unbelievable Becky stuff on Twitter. In TV, leading to their Survivor Series match that does not come through, it's prolonged because of Becky's infamous injury that we'll probably get into later. But ha- out of nowhere, has an excellent match with Charlotte Flair at Survivor Series with a DQ finish. Four stars. It's 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 brutal. It's great. It gives you hope for this year's WrestleMania that it's going to deliver a great Sasha Banks match at the Rumble 33 at Rumble 19 three and three quarters. Um, a really fun TV TV Natty match on New Year's Eve three and a half. Um, so she definitely has stuff there. The WrestleMania three way where she, made re- uh, main evented, I would call disappointing, but again, it was probably 1230 at night and people were there for seven hours. I wouldn't really put yeah, it on. The, the, the
1: crowd reaction was disappointing, but the work was fine. And then the finish sucked.
3: Yeah, the finish, but don't, let me say she did have a broken wrist that whole match that she got a week before at an angle leading into that match. Hey, so, hey not just carrying the women's
1: division like Asuka. But from carrying the company, sorry, keep going. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, the work, like you said, the work was fine, but it was a little disappointing being, you know, being but, there live and everything. Um, but then again, she but, had a broken wrist. But but, um, but but that's just
1: that match for a first year wrestler who didn't spend four years in developmental. Oh, you wow. know,
3: absolutely, she's delivered. Like, just I call Sean the blue on that match, though.
1: Like, But one of the best years a wrestler could ever have, especially with her experience level.
3: Absolutely. And shes it was the peak of the women's division, and she was right in the middle of it. That has what? a lot to do with it, too. Um, promos and mic skills are um, hit and miss. Mannerisms are good. But overall, aura c- carries her. Um, star powers, biggest star out of all the women, you should weigh that. And then she just want, She just returned this year and won the Royal Rumble. And honestly, this year is probably going to be pivotal if she makes your list or not, in my opinion. If she has a successful Mania match with Charlotte and she has good fallout there where she can carry SmackDown and have good TV and have good matches and really develop a character that isn't wonky. Like you're All right, you've been around for two years now. On TV, you know, you shouldn't be out there nervous, uh, Rhonda. You, you, you should start feeling comfortable. Don't take everything so personal. Like, start eluding uh, some of your star power across on TV, you know, on a night-to-night basis instead of showing flashes of it. So this is a big year for Rhonda, for her to make your list. But she, the recipe is there. But it's kind of the fallout of this year, is if you're going to make it or not, in my eyes.
1: Okay. Now, I am speaking clearly because on the last when I went from Ginny to Ryan, I had a piece of chocolate chip that came in my mouth. And I'm oh like, right? And so now I am speaking clearly. And I'm going to give Ginny the floor here. Because, Ginny, why do you not like Ronda Rousey? We made our case. And so, you know, I'm not asking you to just disagree with us. We just want to know why you personally don't like her.
2: It, it was automatic for me. Like I said, I was at that show in New Orleans where she uh, had that um, tag match. Look, I'm a I'm a Stephanie fan. I was there for Stephanie in that match. Rhonda, who? I don't know you. I don't give a fuck about you. I thought she was like the least of that in my eyes. But, you know, whatever. Uh, you know. I, you can say star power. Like, that's a... That's a thing that I guess people see in her. I don't. Nothing that she does is believable to me. Like, at all. Like, it looks like a menu... Like, you talk about, like, the machine of WWE and, like, their superstars and blah, 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 blah. She is, like, a package. Like, they just, like, said, this is what we're going to do with her and, and, like, tied it up in a pretty bow and... Not even a pretty
3: bow, it's horrible, the makeup's horrible. The makeup's terrible. All of it sucks. But it's not
1: who she is, it's not what made her... That's
2: what I'm saying, it's inauthentic, and that comes through to me. Like, if she came in there doing something that was true to her, she might have gotten me. But this all looks... It... it, Okay, I don't want to say this, but it's like exposing, like... It's like... It, it it makes it obvious that it's fake to me. Like it, yes, it takes it yes, out. Yes, one hundred percent. Like everything about it's her obvious? does.
1: It's obvious, and you're right. The way they package her is one hundred percent inauthentic, fake, contrived, whatever word you want to use. So you're one hundred percent right. So but just
2: automatic. you
1: know, you, you know what's not fake was like her love for Roddy Piper. Right, and what's not fake is that she was one of the baddest women on the planet. Right, she was, like she just went, but
2: not she was here. She's not like you should have stayed in your on, lane and your sports.
1: But hold on, though, this is someone who, for so long, and, and this goes for like this. So, so, you became a wrestling fan in an era where the wrestlers were fans themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay we were subjected to years of wrestling where wrestlers were not fans of wrestlers it was a way for bodybuilders to get a paycheck Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so to have someone who's in mma and there's a lot of them i mean brock lesnar's pushed out everybody's throat right now right he's there for a paycheck he does not give a shit about wrestling but you know who did ronda rousey (laughs) you know what i mean she was checking out pwg shows with the girls and you know, she But she didn't her. show me nope.
2: any of that.
1: Absolutely. And I one hundred percent blame the company for that. Because what she did do was produce in the ring. And eh. you know, at least in the first one. You know. I, I don't disagree with with you at all on the way they packaged her. Only that when you know her story, it's a shame what they did with her because they took everything that was special about her in UFC. Just that medicine growl, I'm going to kick your ass vibe, strip down, no makeup, well, you know, ready to kick ass vibe, the, and just made this package that sucks. I, I, I agree, would, But I think in the ring, I'd have to disagree 100%. I thought she was
2: really great that first year. I would counter that with saying if she has this incredible star power that everybody believes that she does – she should have leveraged that. She should have used that to to package herself in a way that is authentic to her and, and not have this done to her, in my yeah. opinion. I don't, um, I don't
1: think she knows. She knows that game, shall I, you know. But
2: well, I, I mean, then like she doesn't here. have the star power than you, that you think she does because anybody that does is going to wield it, and she doesn't. Like, not in this realm. Maybe in MMA realm she did, but I just don't think this is – she might love it, but to me, none of that comes across. It all looks so
1: so, so so, here's how I'd counter that, and then I'm going to let you have the last word. On you love wrestling. Mm-hmm. You've had huge success. By far, like I said, the biggest household name in the company when she arrives. Um, and you have this old man who has become a billionaire telling you, you should smile more. Oh, we have a great makeup team. We'll put makeup on you. Oh, you love Roddy Piper? Oh, well, we'll give you a Roddy Piper t-shirt. We're going to let you wear his jacket to the ring, even though it's three sizes too big for you. And we want you to smile. Wave to the fans. it's like, wait a minute. Because you know Vince McMahon, I'm sorry. But she's saying, oh, this guy's a genius. He's the guy who produced The Rock and Stone Cold. And Bill Roddy Piper as a, you know huge international stars. So you trust this company that is a shadow of its former self into making you what they want. And you're a team player. So
0: you're like, hey, I'm not here to
1: cosplay. I'm not a diva, right? I'm going to do the best I can. So in her position, I'm sure she trusted the company to do what's in her best interest. Hey, they're the wrestling experts. I'm, gonna, you know, I'm just happy to be here.
2: Well, if she's a I'm wrestling a man, fan, then
1: she like should that. fucking know better. And I think you yeah, should probably know that true, as well. <laughs> because, like, we're, not, we're not always, well, what I'm saying this, we're not all like Not all the wrestlers are politically like geniuses in the background. Like, I think that she genuinely came in with all that stuff, thinking, this is what the company wants for me. I'm a team player. I love this so much. I'm happy to be here. Not realizing how it is. like she's mad at the fans for booing, right? She doesn't have a clue. You know why are they booing me? I'm then, then hell how
2: she's a wrestling fan? I don't it? know if you don't fucking realize oh, this man. shit. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'm new and I I get it. Like <laughs> if I was a fucking superstar and I'd been a wrestling fan for a while, uh, you yeah, know.
1: I'm not I'm not gonna hold that against her because you know I I think she can produce something Having said that. Last word on Ronda Rousey goes to you, Jen, and, and then we're going to move on.
2: Um, you know, that, that match with her and Charlotte I do love. Like, mostly because Charlotte beat that ass with that stick, like, a lot. It was really good. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's it's something I just have to deal with. Like, look, it, it, if she wants to try to – there's still room. There's still room right. to win me over. There always will be with anybody. Um, sure. So, One man if she could do something that that you know appeals to me, then I'll be open to that. But until then, it's not working for me, and I'm gonna have to watch her beat Charlotte when I go to Dallas. So that's gonna be fu- fucking fun. <laughs> um, I'll let Tyler have the last word here. So. Um... He says immediate star presence from the moment she debuted minus the cheesy sign pointing. And then she was really good. The debut match with Angle against Triple H and Stephanie was pitch perfect by all involved. Yep. She had really good matches and her star power helped drive the main event of WrestleMania against Becky and Charlotte. The ending was a mess, which pulled the match down a peg. Won't make my list because there's just not enough there.
1: Okay. There we go. Thank you, Tyler wish you were here. Mm-hmm. Moving on. So now, now we're going to get to what I call like the main event portion of the show. Mm-hmm. All right. Because the, the reason we, we even are discussing women that to the degree we are because of the next four women on our list. All right. Because and this is something that you don't have, that you actually have the benefit of not having to go through, Jenny, mm-hmm. and that's broad pants matches. which
2: i have seen
1: but yes but but, but what i'm saying is that's literally all the women Mm -hmm. were there for was Mm -hmm. tits and ass that was it yep you know they were eye candy and you know the puppies and all that other crap you know in the 80s the women like this this goes back like women's matches from like the 80s and before were like midget matches and we're featuring a woman's match oh stick around for the midgets you know and here's al snow versus a bear right <laughs> like seriously that's that's what they were right it was like a, a sideshow attraction you know to to the real wrestling okay um but in the 80s though you know you, you did have like women's wrestling coming up a little bit you know featured in the first wrestlemania uh, then you had like the Jumping Bomb Angels, and the, you know, c- come uh, come over for a cup of coffee and put on some shows. You had a uh, Medusa and Bonacino, right? You know, mm-hmm. but for the most part, women, you know, especially on the attitude era beyond through the divas, weren't taken seriously. Mm-mm. And so, some some women that we talked about five years ago, Trish Stratus, Lita, etc., they got beyond that, right? Like. Okay, we'll play that game, but you know what? We also want like a 10 minute match that can be good, you know? Um, but the next four women, and we'll start with Bailey here, Jen, mm-hmm. um, were really the ones who said, okay, we're busting our ass. We're working on it. We can put on main event caliber matches. And they proved it on NXT to where they weren't just doing it on NXT TV. They were then doing it on like main event and takeovers, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, you put them in there, they kind of rise above that TNA
0: divas
1: era of, you know, I can mm-hmm. to say, hey, we're real competitors. And and it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like, and then it eventually culminated to an all-women's pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and and I give these four women all the credit, and I think they even made my list last time just based off their NXT work. Nothing else. And uh, let's go with Baby. Um, she's a hard one, because honestly, I have no idea what she's done, except she was in a tag team with Sasha Banks that got a lot of pub, and she had a feud with Sasha Banks. But I don't know who won that feud. I don't know who they were fighting when they were a tag team. I just know those two things existed. And so, what's your experience like when you, as a new fan, you come in, you see Bailey? What are your thoughts?
2: So Bailey uh, is interesting. Uh, I'm lucky that I have a, a podcast that goes through the history of NXT, so I am getting to see her do like start the beginning of that um great nxt run well, all of the girls actually that you named but bailey in particular <laughs> her character was very um problematic in some ways because she had like a like a very childlike gimmick um to where it seemed like they dumped her down a lot um and she was very like naive and um but in the ring, she could go. Like, even very yeah. early, she could go.
1: Um, oh, I, I'm I'm surprised. Her, her catchphrase wasn't "Oh, gee, Willikers." Yeah, basically, know. yes.
2: She was just. It, it was sort of unsettling, like. Uh, don't really want to see this um and and the whole women's division
1: say that before because she had the the little girl thing
2: yeah you know so everyone
1: always thought it was wholesome you're the first one who's like hey dude that's kind of creepy that's interesting it's just
2: not my jam you know like i'm not into baby faces in general anyway especially not like one Uh, that acts like that um but so but she's like her chemistry with sasha i think is just you know it's pretty fucking unique, uh, especially when it comes to female tag teams, and um, they are incredible together. Um, she's never really, like, Bailey's never really been super high up. She's just always been, like, somebody that I enjoy watching. Um, I don't super feel one way about, it. I'd, like, recognize her talent in the ring, and... She has been injured a lot um, from the time that I've been watching. So she's been doing other things, you know, like having more of a, like, speaking role, doing different things, not wrestling as much. And I think she's currently injured now. Is that right, Ryan? I don't know. Or is it yeah, she's out. Something? Yeah, so she's... Well,
1: let me ask you this real quick, because you said you're a heel fan. What did you think when she turned heel?
2: That was good, but it was still sort of... Um... Not my brand of heel, just more of a. I I mean, she she leaned into it. Like, I feel like she got good at it. It's just not... It wasn't really my jam, if that gotcha.
1: makes sense. Okay. All right. No, well, I'll accept that. All right, Ryan, what's your thoughts on this? Uh,
3: 2018, she took a real step back into the mid-card when other girls like shinier new toys like Rhonda, alexa and even naya got pushes over her uh yeah i know um 2019 jump up moment first women's elimination chamber match with sasha she wins that four stars fifth best match of the month of february 2019 um loses the belt the next month with sasha and then sasha kind of has a hissy fits and quits but bailey stays on pat she wins money in the bank in 2019 Pretty good jump up moment there, and cashes in that night and takes the belt away from Becky. So that's uh, you know, Becky with that historical two belts. She took the belt away. I think that's a pretty good jump up moment for Bailey. Um, decent little mini feud with Charlotte. Drops the drops the belt to Charlotte right before the draft, and then the week after the draft, she runs and turns heel. She comes out, slashes the Bailey bellies. And then just has a new haircut, a new presentation, right away wins the bell. Hold a long time into the pandemic, pretty much. Buddies up with Sasha, wins the tag titles again with Sasha. And with Oscar, just like Oscar, I mean, Sasha and Bailey rule the pandemic. She, uh, she like she, Jenny talked about, she has her own talk show. She does a really good time of filling TV and empty arenas. She's very charismatic in that. In that heel, heel roll. Dips her toes down NXT sometimes too. As tags champion. Has some great matches with Io down there. And then just um, starts. Has a feud with Sasha. They pretty She's the one that turns on Sasha. In a pretty memorable moment. Uh, kind of out of nowhere. They drop the tag titles to Nia Jax and Shayna. And then Bailey instantly turns on her. When we figured Sasha would do the turning. But Bailey turns. It was kind of a shocking jump up moment in a way interesting yeah i do like um, that for her you know being the one to turn on sasha yeah i think it was needed Me too. i think it was needed for bailey's character to do it to kind of be like all right we lost the belts. you're starting to weigh me down i'm dropping the dead weight that was mm-hmm. kind of the approach and it was and it was delivered well which led to the feud with sasha pretty good um four and a quarter hell in a cell match third best match of that month and then on tv in november um Sasha loses, she loses to Sasha in a three and a three quarter star match on SmackDown, fifth best match of the month. And then she kind of just falls in the background. She has like a mini feud with Bianca. WrestleMania is 37. She's on TV a lot, but she doesn't have a match. She's presented well, but she's presented annoying, but decent stuff. Like she's presented as a star. <coughs> Excuse me. And then um, she she's going to have a Hell in a Cell match with Bianca, but she blows her knees out. Oh, man. And she's been off TV ever since. So if Bailey is going to be considered, she's going to have to have a decent return in 2022.
1: Oh, okay. I'll take your word for it. She'll always be on my list just because of her next TV. And and just that's just where I'm at. But um, what, is, what no, did I, uh, I, Tyler or, have? I
3: mean moving up on your list. Excuse me. What's that? I I meant it moving up on your list. She's going to move up on your list, I think, 2022. Carries a lot of weight for that, so she should be oh, on this. You. But I think it's gonna be in the, like the ninety somewhere, is my in my opinion. Oh yeah,
1: that's where I had her last time. Yeah. Um, what did Tyler have to say about Bailey?
2: Um, he says ranked number ninety-nine overall. He had her at number sixty-four last time. Currently number oh, thirty-nine on his draft Holy list. Shit. Huge. Tyler job. liked her a lot yeah. more. Than you
1: guys did. A lot. Wow. He likes some
2: heel Bailey, I guess. Oh, here he goes. She may be one of. Th- she may be the best at working a character of the women. First, she was the prototypical sy- sympathetic babyface at NXT, and it resulted in some all-time great matches. When t- crowds tired of it on the main roster, she had that Karen heel character and ding-dong hello and all that stuff, which was really good. The classics with Sasha really started the whole women's wrestling renaissance, if not the women's revolution, trademark Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> Mm. Really good Hell in a Cell against Bianca in 2021 and an awesome match against Sasha in the Cell in 2020.
1: All right, cool. Well, she'll still be on my list, but... Yeah, she wants uh, it. You know, I, I don't know, man. When you get to my age, there's so, so much wrestling you can go revisit, and I just don't know if I have it.
2: You talk like you're 85 years old, Will. How old are you? I
1: feel it, man.
2: <laughs> Why well, you can't be that old.
1: No, I'm not. A... Oh, what did they say? Like, I'm the one with, like, young kids, but I'm the old parent. <laughs> 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 like, oh, wait. Oh, you're 30? Oh, never mind. Fuck <laughs> it. <not a> <laughs> like, anyway, uh, moving on to, to Bailey's tag team partner. This is my favorite of the four pillars of your women's
0: renaissance, all right?
1: That's Sasha Banks. And uh I always thought she had the most charisma of the
0: four. I thought she was
1: the guaranteed star. Um, always thought she felt herself like one and could produce in the ring. And um loved her in X T Run, loved the matches with Bailey and Charlotte. Um, I was there at the Dallas, WrestleMania, which is just like so disappointing. When she came out with Snoop Dogg, she's related to Snoop Dogg. She is. <laughs> and you're not gonna have her win? <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me. That's a great point. <laughs> you just jobbed out Snoop Dogg, man. Get out of town. Like I mean this this company they're booking this like horrible. Like what an anti fan company. Mm. Like, you know, the feel good moment of that show was Zach Ryder winning the Intercontinental Championship. It couldn't have been Sasha with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> right? Come on. I mean, this, oh, I hate this company so much. Anyway, the Sasha Banks, by far my favorite of the four. Um, but like I said, it's, you know, especially after that WrestleMania, like, I'm like, even if they rehabilitated her, hey, props to her. First woman to main event or WrestleMania, right? Oh, no, no, she wasn't. She First singles match, right? Singles, yep and even then it was kind of a misnumber because it was night one right you know but whatever we'll 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 give her the credit okay because the the three way was the first time uh in new york but um she, like i said by far by far my favorite um what what do you say Ryan?
3: yeah um a lot of her weight would be carried in 15 14 15 16 17 really um the NXT run and her early Charlotte stuff. Um, just like Bailey, she takes a she kind of takes a back seat when Ronda arrives. She's in the mid card, kind of always a bridesmaid at that time. Jump up moment, just like when I said Bailey wins the wins the belts at the uh, Chamber, the tag belts that is, and then she loses them at WrestleMania. She and, had
1: a bunch of injuries too, though, right?
3: Yeah, she right after that she has a bunch of injuries and she's off TV till after SummerSlam. 2019, where she has an awesome, awesome return with Natty, actually, and she uh, Natty embraces her, hugs her, and a big jump up moment where she snatches her wig off. She snatches her purple wig off, and she has blue hair underneath. And she attacks, attacks uh, Natty, and she's like an instant heel. It's it's awesome.
1: Oh wow, smells like blue. Bear. Sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad. Anything else you want to say before you jump to Ginny?
3: Yeah, trends, and then she has an, a a brief feud with Becky, but it's awesome. Three and a half, uh, three and three quarters, second best match of the month in September, and then a four and four quarters, which is an all-time Hell on a cell match with with Becky, third best match that month. Drafted oh. to the SmackDown. Yeah, that's an awesome match.
1: Oh, okay, I might have to see that.
3: Yeah, I well, definitely, I It's it's violent. It's good stuff. And then she uh she's drafted to SmackDown, and she's Bailey's number two. I'm not gonna repeat all that because we just went and went with Bailey, and which yeah. leads to her. Which leads to her kind of putting Bianca over, putting Bianca in a good spot. I will admit, it's t- it's the build to that Bianca match is not very good. Um, Sasha Banks had a hard time transitioning out of that hackling heel that she was with Bailey, where she was like this hackling babyface, and she just it just didn't deliver well. But you can't deny that moment in that match at WrestleMania 37. She put her over great, um, and then after that. She's just kind of dipped her toe. She's been in and out of the company, really, with vaccination stuff, injury stuff. And um, one quick jump-up moment, she had a pretty cool Becky Lynch match, four stars on SmackDown, October 15th of last year, um, fifth best match of that month. So she's up and down the last few years due to injuries and Mandalorian and stuff like that. But overall, she should definitely be on your list, and she should move up a little bit. I had her seventy. I had her seventy-seven last time, and I expect her to be in the fifties.
1: Okay, wow. Okay. And you 56, agree with me though, yeah. right? Like she just like someone who exhibits star. Right?
3: Yes, that's her biggest attribute. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: and um, you know my my favorite Sasha. Moment wasn't even her in the company. It was when she was pissed off at the company. She was like in Japan, like hanging out with like Japanese wrestlers, training with them, and (laughs) you know, like taking pictures with wrestlers from other companies. To me, that was by far my favorite Sasha moment. Like because the way they treated her when she came back was so much. Like it's it's almost like. You know, they had to lose her or risk losing her to kind of realize, hey, we probably should treat her nicer than we have been.
3: She she quit. Yeah, she quit in 2019 after WrestleMania. She legit quit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jenny, uh, what about you? What's your your vibe on Sasha here?
2: Sasha is one of those ones that actually made me want to start the PTB NXT podcast just so I could watch her and wow. watch how she she is one of you know the whole four horse woman thing was part of that but her in particular just because um just because when I would see her in matches and stuff I I, I would have trouble connecting with her um and so I, I just kind of wondered like what's the what's the buzz what's the deal why why is she a big deal um so I wanted to go back and and learn about her and so I have a little bit and I I think she's interesting because she she seems sort of and I'll say this in the best way I can problematic um <laughs> like Ryan said quitting the company there's like vax issues and you know I watched her interview with Stone Cold and seemed like she had a lot of things to say in that interview I also watched some documentary that she did when she came back and talked about a lot of the mental health issues that she was having um, and some of the reasoning for that so I feel like she's one of those women who puts a lot of pressure on herself to to make that next level and to do that next great thing because she has a history of it you know she's she's historic I think Um, as a women's wrestler, and um, she does have, I think she does have that star power, Um, I think that it doesn't help having Snoop Dogg, no, I'm just kidding about that, but um, I I like that about her, I like that she's related to Snoop, I don't know why, I guess that's fine, but
1: (laughs) it's cool, (laughs) it's
2: cool, I guess, and she's everybody
3: loves Snoop, Gives right. her swag.
2: And, and she has it. Like, and I just saw her um, live um, this past weekend at uh, Road to WrestleMania house show in Pensacola. And the crowd went nuts for her still. Um, and you yeah. can't take her eyes off of her in the ring. See she's tiny, but she, she is mighty. And um, I have a lot of respect for her. I don't, I just don't feel like she's one of my favorite, like, wrestlers that I can super connect with. But I like her journey um, as a wrestler, and especially as a w- women wrestler in this era that she's in.
1: Right. Well, she is a confirmed Eddie Guerrero fan, and has even worn, like, Eddie Guerrero-themed outfits. Too.
2: She did a frog splash to win the match uh, <laughs> this past weekend. Yeah, uh,
0: it's huge Eddie Guerrero.
2: Yeah, yeah. She's She's good. I've got you know. Tyler's notes here, too. Um, he has her ranked 75th overall. Uh, no, she was ranked 75th overall. He had her ranked at number 59 last time and is at 38 on his draft list. Okay. Sasha was always called to, called on to be a pioneer. She was the first to main event a takeover in the first Iron Woman match with Bailey. Great match, even though everyone talks about the Brooklyn match. First Hell in the Cell was Charlotte and the first time women made invented at Pay Per View, which was Hell in the Cell 2016, was a really good worker in the cell, had a great match with Bailey in twenty twenty and one with Becky in twenty nineteen. I felt like she was the best, most solid worker early on and had her career nailed in NXT, far more than Charlotte and Becky, who would surpass her in star power later. I don't think her character has evolved as much as some of the others, however. Without those two matches with Bailey, the women's revolution may not be where it is today. And I think he summed up sort of how I feel about her.
3: Yeah, that's a good summary, actually. Mm-hmm.
1: Great. All right. Well, let's move on to the next one. And all right. So Charlotte Flair was my least favorite of the four I mean, as a character. Okay. And then I watched her wrestle, and I thought, oh, my God, she's such a great wrestler, mm-hmm. right? is how I felt at the time. Um, I know that I loved her entrance at the WrestleMania main event. Uh, that was, like, the very first WrestleMania mm-hmm. to last, like, 17 hours,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Main event happened at, like, 2 in the morning or something.
2: It wasn't that bad.
1: Oh, God, that, that show was, like, pulling teeth, <laughs> It was such a horrible show to sit through. Like, it just should have ended after Daniel Bryan and Kofi, and that was it, like, so bad. Um, having said that, um, you know, I don't really know anything else, except that her and Andrade were hanging out. And people thought she was going to leave, you know, but now it looks like she's going to main event WrestleMania again, right? At least on one of the nights? Yep. Okay, so um, Charlotte Flair, uh, what's your thoughts here, Jenny? Charlotte.
2: Well, uh, Charlotte's my all-time favorite wrestler. What? (laughs) uh, (laughs) She she just has something um, that speaks to me. I think she is an incredible wrestler. I think she is... A fantastic character. Um, she can basically do everything. Um, a lot of people hate her, which is interesting to me, um, and and her response to the hate is interesting to me. I I just never have a bad time watching her. I
1: I think a lot of that hate
2: comes from.
1: The fact that, like, people have emotional connections to, like, Sasha Banks, like mm-hmm. we talked about, or mm-hmm. Becky Lynch. And my buddy Charles has said this for years, and he's been spot on for about 10 years now. The biggest hill in the company is the company. <laughs> you, do you understand what it's I'm fair, saying? yeah. So, it's like, Roman Reigns is going to be our golden child. Doesn't matter if it makes sense if he is or not, if he's getting the biggest responses, that's who we choose to be our golden child. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if Daniel Bryan or punk or whoever is more important to the company now or or connecting with audiences more, they're not the chosen ones. Mm -hmm. Oh, you like Zack Ryder? We're going to push him off the stage in a wheelchair. (laughs) You know? Oh, Rusev has a hot wife. We're gonna make them divorce and have her hang out with someone else. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because Rusev had the nerve to get over. So. You know, mm-hmm. they do things because somebody
0: doesn't feel do that somebody
1: has the necessary star power to be a main eventer for whatever contrived reason they have. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you in that I think she's a great wrestler, right? You know,
2: it's hard to put but, her up but, but
1: it's this idea of saying. She's the golden child. Mm -hmm. She's the one who's going to have the most title reigns. She's the one who's going to like be in our record books. You know what I mean? Like it's that kind of chosen one status. I get it. It's not necessarily who the fans, Becky Lynch is who the fans wanted. Right? Like that's just facts. The man, right? Mm -hmm. Like that was who they wanted. People wanted Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey, but then no, you can't have that. We have to have Charlotte in that match because she's our golden child. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where the pushback comes from, is. That well, when you're viewed, when the company is the heel, and you're viewed as like the company man, like Roman Reigns is great wrestler, although he's had some horrible main events. Um doesn't matter if you're a great wrestler. John Cena never really sucked, but you heard it every show. Cena sucks, right? Doesn't matter. You're a company man, and the company's the heel. That's how we're going to view you, and I think that's where a lot of the hate comes from. That's just my own personal viewpoint, trying to put the puzzle pieces together. But continue. I'm
2: sorry. I mean, that makes sense. Um, I just I feel like she just proves over and over again that it's not the case that she she might be one of the chosen ones but sh- she proves it over and over again in her matches in her promos in everything that she fucking does she brings it everything that ronda feels like is fake none of that feels like fake for me with charlotte that's who's oh, like okay. she is and and, and you don't it's ingrained. It's like just something that she has. It's not something that her daddy gave her. You know what I'm saying? Um, he did indirectly because she had to grow up in the business and watching him and stuff like that. But what she does is he gave hers. her that
0: helicopter
1: entrance over some that, that was That was fucking awesome. Entrance.
2: It was amazing. It a was real...
0: from the 80s. Great American bus.
2: I was losing my fucking mind. Yes, I was. And... And... Sure, people wanted Becky and Char- and Rhonda, but you know,
1: Rhonda. They wanted Becky. No, they didn't even care about anyone else. Just Becky.
2: Well, she she, was, Becky was know, in the match, she,
1: so that's fine. Yeah, yeah, she had to be. You know,
2: um, um I, I never. I mean, it's fine. I get it, but um, she she's just like it for me, and okay. Yeah. No, I'm
1: I'm glad we got your perspective on that. I really am because, you know, like I said, like if like like if I said like Oscar's gonna rank us, there's no objective reason why. You know what I mean? I can't give you data or numbers. It's just that person because um, Ryan, you're you're talking about the NJPW system of ranking wrestlers, right? Correct. Right. And, and I mentioned in a previous show that you're forgetting the most important uh, letter, and that's E, and that's called emotional investment. And what Jenny's shown time and time again tonight with her discussion is, I don't care if Ronda Razi has star out. Right? I have zero emotional investment in her because I don't think she's authentic. I don't care if uh, Charlotte's the company man, right? Because I have this emotional investment in her. You know, and and to I me, think she's that's less of a I company went.
2: person than people would
1: think. Oh, no, 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 no. I, but I'm saying, like, early on, mm-hmm. she was. Now, I mean, now when it's like, oh, they, they're really mad at her. and Oh, we're going to send her out and have Nia like, be very <laughs> unprofessional with her. Like, that's very weird.
2: And she me. she maintains her composure, I think, is one of the things that stands out with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she puts it in the ring. You know, she's not <laughs> fucking around on Twitter you know, like Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. I, mean, I, I mean, she can. But, yeah. I mean, she can. But I mean, yeah. she like her her social media stuff is impactful to me because it seems more genuine. I think than um, I got
1: you. Fair some of the others, but 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 would you agree with me though that it's that emotional investment that's the oh, extra yeah. component yeah. in ranking these? Mm-hmm. You know, it is. Um, what, what do you say, Ryan?
3: <clears throat> she is. <clears throat> She's, I would compare her... I would say she's the female John Cena. Hmm. Weird. All Just... res Like, her resume... I did some quick math, right? I'm not gonna go over all the matches that I have down for her because I've already gone over it because that's how good she is. Um, oh, easily because she's, all, like, involved in all the other yeah, Yes, she's involved with in all the... So, so, I did a quick math. So, there's been 50 months since... 2018 right i have her 10 times as the match of the in a top five match of the month so that's 20 percent of the time that she's in the top five match of a month in the last five five years oh wow as we're recording this you know including january and february 2022 in the last four years so 50 months 10 times i have her she's She's Naomi's best singles match. She had a three and three quarter star match with Naomi on SmackDown. It's friggin' Naomi and she delivered that much. She's Becky's best opponent. She's Rhea's best opponent. She she's not Sasha's or Bailey's best opponent, but you can make a case she's ba- uh, she's Sasha's best opponent. Um she is Rhonda's best opponent. She on the main roster, she's kind of Asuka's best opponent on you know, just in the main roster world. Um Countless of people she's had best matches with. She she really disappoints, and she's like John Cena. She's she's the most consistent. Um, she gets the unwarranted hate that Becky uh, that Jenny alluded to her uh, just a while ago. She's I just think she's the female version of John Cena. Um, she her promos a little robotic, but the one after Raw, the Raw after last year's WrestleMania. Where she proclaimed herself as the opportunity. She's not playing dumb fucking characters anymore. She in she's just gonna deliver in ring and she's not dropping down to talent. Talent are rising up to her, coming off of you know, the Andrade stuff you guys just talked about, coming off the stupid Lacey in Ric Flair angle they threw her in. So she's been really honed direction wise, character wise. It's not fantastic, but she's more Direct instead of being all over the place. She has a shitload of longevity She has so much charisma in ring instead of character charisma. her charisma in ring shines her star power is Up there with a lot of these women and she's flexible. She can work a face well in ring She can work heel well in ring, but at the end of the day. She's best in ring so wow, I think okay, be, I think she should be on anyone's list I had her at 76 in 2018. She was my highest woman, and I proceed her to go up.
1: Okay, and uh, what Tyler say, Jenny?
2: Uh, she was ranked number 68 overall, and he had her wow. at 67 last time. She is at number 30 on his current draft list. She is the biggest star of the bunch. Over time, she keeps having great matches and now just carries herself like one of the biggest stars in the company, male or female. People get can get tired of her, but when you watch her, she's always good. Charlotte was another one that was in a lot of first-time matches. The cell with Sasha and TLC with Asuka and Becky Lynch, both very good matches. There was a fatal four-way with all the four horse women that I really liked at a takeover rivals. And I would okay. agree with him as well.
1: Yeah, no, I would too. I mean, I mean, look, look, I'm calling her the John C of the women. To me, it's not an insult. Oh, no, it's John, definitely not. not at all. No. So so many great matches, it's ridiculous. And we've talked about that on previous shows. Um, but, yeah, no, I've, I've actually always liked watching her in the ring, you know. Um, although, you know, I've heard rumblings of, like, people are like, oh, my God, like, she just had a bad match. So, like, when she has a bad match, it stands out because mm-hmm. when she has a bad match, you're not expecting her to have a bad match.
2: That's a great point. Yeah. And that's also so, people
1: celebrating that, too, because right, they don't like her. Right, right. Yeah, but but you know, t- to me, I'm like, you have a bad match, you have a bad match. You got own it, you know, just like the good no, matches. Sure. But um, all right, let's move on. And and I and I, I say Becky Lynch for last, because when we talk about the NXT run, my view by far the least interesting of the four. Mm, you I agree. know, yep. Uh, but you know, in a way, she was kind of positioned that way, where you could put her in the match with all the other three. She's gonna have a great match with them. But she wasn't positioned as supposed to be one of the top ones. It's kinda like, uh um, something gotta have a tag partner for somebody. Come on, throw mm-hmm. Becky in there. Mm-hmm. But she was just as determined as the others. And she didn't allow herself to just be, you know, the the fourth rung on the ladder, right? She climbed that ladder. Like, no, I'm gonna be the first one. You know, I'm going to main event WrestleMania. You're going to force the company to put me in this match. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to bleed for my craft. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get over organically, whether you want me to or not. Like, look, I talk about that hell in the cell, night like, when she beat Charlotte for the title, which I thought was a great match live. Okay. I uh, didn't think it was the best match of the night, but I thought it was a great match live. But I will say this, the pop when she won that title, I've been to a lot of big matches and I've, I've heard a lot of great pops. The pop when she won that title was one of the loudest pops I'd ever heard in an arena. And this is after, what, like two nights after attending that anniversary show where the crowd was so happy with the L.A. Park six man you know, with Penta and Phoenix and those guys, that they were throwing money into the ring after that match. <laughs> That's and such yet a two, <laughs> two nights later, she made enough of an impression on me when I had zero emotional investment in this company. I'm like, holy shit, all the stuff I'm reading in the newsletters, listening to podcasts, saying that she's over, this, this, and that. It was true. I saw it with my own eyes. I couldn't deny it. You know, I'm um, having said that. I don't really know anything else except she had a baby and came back and everyone wanted to cheer her and she wanted to be a heel. And it's been kind of awkward, but I really don't know anything else besides that. Ginny? Um,
2: so Becky is very interesting because she- <laughs> Her very first character in NXT comes out dancing a fucking Irish jig, and
1: um, <laughs> and her and her sm- hair smells like orange
2: because <laughs> <laughs> it's orange. Uh, <laughs> <Citrus>. <laughs> so I've not gotten to her um, her NXT stuff yet, but I think that she's going to be one of those ones uh, that has you know the better career on the main roster. So, which I think is pretty obvious. And she's undeniable. She's a force in nature. And if she feels authentic to me, uh, she feels like she's put in all the work. Um, She, her head's on straight. She knows exactly what she wants to do. She's very determined. And she just says what she's going to do. And then she just fucking does it. I mean, her attitude is huge. And it's part of the reason I think she got over. Um, Plus.
1: It's it's, it's 100%. Yeah. I mean, like, She's, At that point in time, what did she have to lose? She was the, the the she was like, you know, a second fiddle to everyone else's star.
2: Yeah, she just she was just bound and determined, that that's what she was gonna do. And and I think she just grinded it out uh, with her matches, uh, showing up really well, and everybody just kind of got on board. You know, she started dressing the part. She started acting the part and that's when she started doing the shit, so, I mean, everybody just kind of followed along with her, it was an amazing ride, and she has amazing moments, um, she's badass, she is legit, um, I, I, I like her as a heel, but like you, you know, like you said, everybody wants to, everybody wants to cheer her, and it's hard not to, so, um, that WrestleMania, her entrance was, like, it's burned in my memory. Like, <laughs> I I I remember it. I was screaming. It was amazing. And she she a hundred percent deserves to be on anybody's list.
1: Yeah, I wasn't really a fan of like Goggle Becky. Like when she was wearing like the yeah, I think
2: right. she was yeah trying to figure it out, right?
1: Like like, like, this thing, like, this thing. Mm. like she could be my interior. <laughs> like like. That's cool. But it looked you like know. she
2: was trying to to find that image. You know, she was trying to find yeah. that fit for her, and that was sort of where she kind of pivoted.
1: Like she should have been like an extra in Blade Runner on the
2: streets.
1: <laughs> right? You know, something. I don't what about What about you, Ron? Becky? Uh, really
3: her SummerSlam 2018 to all the way leading to WrestleMania 35, um, just her rise is just super memorable, jump-up moment. Uh, she stole it. it. On paper, it was Ronda and Charlotte the whole time, and she worked her way in there, and she earned it. She, she didn't steal it. She earned it, mm-hmm. and um, she forced their hand. Iconic moment with uh, the blood on that Raw. Mm-hmm. That's that's a huge jump up, and it should be weighed heavily. Um, j- the the whole presentation at WrestleMania. Charlotte carried that match. She was the glue of the match, but sh- but Becky. Was a little off, but she still brought it, She and she still, that star still came out. I don't think she was the worst peg in that match at all. Um, And just killer, you know, I have her eight times on the list, and she missed maternity, no, excuse me, I have her seven times the last five years, and she missed, what, 18 months from maternity leave, 16 months from maternity leave. Oh, has she gone that long? That was a while. She wasn't that long. You mean after? you
1: can't just have a baby and like be back a month later? Yeah, it's I'm weird.
2: Still, I
3: guess odd
2: how that works, right?
3: God. Uh, Jenny will attest to that pop that she got with the yeah. Bianca. You could be with the results have yet to pan out. but <laughs>
1: that sounded so wrong. We were talking about like
3: could your like, attest to that. <laughs> <Like>, hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All
3: right, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, bad timing there. But anyway. Look, I was
2: wrestling three months after I had my baby. I don't know what her fucking
1: there was. There you go. Sad.
3: <laughs> Awkward timing there. But, hey, we're going to work through it, guys. <laughs> um, Jenny can attest to that pop at SummerSlam 2021 <laughs> in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. That was just it, – it, it was legit shocker. There was, like, no dirt sheet rumors of her coming out anyways. Right. So yeah. – it was a genuine pop. You, you, the results were definitely shaky. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they still haven't played out. But part of me can see why she wanted to return as a heel. Just watch her work with all these young baby faces. And it's been hitting miss. It's There's definitely nights where it's a hit. Um, but it's definitely nights where it's a miss. I'm very optimistic that they're going to deliver her and Bianca back on the November 1st Raw a four four-star match. Between the two for the Raw title, and they haven't really touched in-ring since, besides a few house shows. Um, so, big, big moment for Becky with the fallout of this last, what, eight, eight nine-month run coming here with the fallout. And she's been champion since WrestleMania 35 as an active wrestler. So, yeah. that's that's some jump up. That carries weight. Um, so, big ten months ahead for Becky. And there's like you said, you guys both said it. She wasn't anywhere near this list in 17 and just watch her work her way up to it and probably surpass most, if not all of the women is a testament to the rise of Becky. And it should be warranted. And she she will definitely be on my list somewhere. I don't know. I'm actually really curious where she is.
2: Yeah, I think so she's So, talk about
1: Tyler's notes there. Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, so, she's at uh, number 128 overall. He had her at number 85 last time, and she's number 32 on his current list. We talked about yeah. the big risers before, and Becky will be one of my biggest risers, which I think is fair. Becky had the hottest run when she was the man, culminating in the WrestleMania main event against Ronda and Charlotte butting in. <laughs> Becky just has a star power, and I think that will put her behind only Charlotte, who has been a bigger star over time. Great matches include the last woman standing match against Charlotte at evolution, Helena cell nineteen versus Sasha
0: all right yes okay
1: so so look i'm I'm a history teacher by trade, right I spent fifteen years teaching social studies, and I have this like weird um thought process when it comes to like revisiting this list only five years later, you know, mm-hmm. like when it comes to current events, you know, uh, just for example, like there were someone like, cause I'm a history teacher, you know, mm-hmm. study, you know, whatever political events, a friend asked me, Oh, what do you think? I said, why don't you ask me in 20 years after the <laughs> books have been written? It's just true. Right. Because we don't know. I mean, we can know what's going on day to day, but we don't know what the fallout's going to be till 20 years later. Mm-hmm. You know, like even the things that are happening today are like the fallout from the Cold War, right? You know, like you know the the that's just the way my mind works. Is you know, like I had a, a professor when I was in college who said that you know, any anything in the last 300 years, you know, basically ever since the Enlightenment is just current events. History is everything that happened before the Enlightenment.
0: You know, oh, my Lord. you got to wait to see it play out. <laughs>
1: you but know, look, we it, need it, podcasts
2: in the meantime. Well, yeah, what's that? We need podcasts in the meantime, so
1: exactly. And you're filling that void, there Ginny, go. That's awesome. You got your own podcast channel. <laughs> that's what. That's and what Jennifer I'm saying. Like, oh, <laughs> no, it's the the Jenny position. There
2: you go. Uh, the Jennifer
1: position. Don't forget that. You know, I, I think that's a cool name for a network slash podcast, whatever. That's still a legitimate position. Thank anyway, you. I, I do. I think that's too Um, uh, but any, anyway, my point is, so like for me to like elevate these women, you know, higher, it, it's hard One because I haven't paid attention in the last five years, as demonstrated by my ignorant comments. Today, right. <laughs> you know, um, but but two, I just think you have to let things play out. Like, like I don't think people should be allowed in Hall of Fames until they've actually retired. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they shouldn't be considered. You know, it's just kind of like my mentality. Um, so, I'm glad you guys helped me out with this list. Because I can talk about Roddy Piper and... Stone Cold and The Rock and Macho Man and Ray Mysterio. I could talk about those guys all day long, right? You know, because mm-hmm. they're history. Mm-hmm. I really had a difficult time doing this series, talking about the last five years. Because one, I didn't watch it. But two, it's like if I believe in the Place to Be Nation's project, I like Tyler, I like what he does. He does hard work putting this stuff together. You know, JT and Scott and those guys, those are my buds. Um, But revisiting five years later is difficult for me because it's like, well, I want to see history play out. You know, I want to see Becky Lynch give her Hall of Fame acceptance. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like, you you see what I'm saying? You're a completionist.
2: That's it.
1: Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, can you really judge him right now? But, but because of. You, your guys' enthusiasm for for the product, for um, your knowledge that y'all y'all gave me, y'all have really helped me put together these shows. Along with my buddy Hassan, my buddy Esteban, uh, my buddy Johnny and Marty, and obviously uh, Scott and JT, um, you know, and Tyler, of course. It's just it's really hard for me. Oh, and shit, I forgot my good friend Chris Zelmer. You know, wrestling. The story um seriously man i'm like i'm like the worst historian ever forget names and dates don't remember shit you know i know big picture stuff i'm not good with the details right and so y'all have really helped me kind of like one in the back of my mind say okay i need to go check out this match that ryan mentioned or you know what like Jenny's really enthusiastic about Charlotte Flair. Maybe I should go, like, pay attention to her matches a little bit more closely or something, you know?
2: Isn't that and the point that of the, the wrestling community so we can have or, these, well, yeah, but, but, you know,
1: discussions? But, you know, you are you're, 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 uh, joking about my old age earlier, right? <laughs> and I always look at, like, no matter what, right? Because I'm 47 right now. I've lived You're more than not
0: that years. old. You're acting like you're a hundred years old. No, no,
1: but 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 this epiphany came, like, I don't know, probably around like once you hit forty five, like I realize I'm not gonna hit ninety. Right? Like that's just not gonna happen. <laughs> Too it took years. you that
2: long to realize you're not gonna make it to ninety.
1: No, no, but but it just but but once like in the eighties you're like, Well shit, Paul McCartney's still torn <laughs> Right? You know sure. what I mean? It's like, okay, the, the Rolling Stones are probably in their 80s and are still rocking it. You know, it's like, okay, 80, I can see. Like, those dudes did heroin and shit. They're still alive, <laughs> right? You know? And I'm like, I didn't that's do heroin. Fair. I'm pretty good, yeah, right? You know, B.B. King was really old. And he was super fat. I'm like, I'm not fat it, right? And so...
2: Uh, are you a millionaire, though? Because I feel like that makes a difference.
1: Uh, no, no, no. Well, there you go. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, a quarter air and shit, right? Yeah. Like, anyway, so, like, when that, when I came to that realization, like, oh shit, I've lived more than half my life. Like, the, there just comes a point where you're like, you can definitely say, okay, I'm not going to live more than half my life at this point, right? That's kind of what I'm getting. And it's just like, okay, what am I going to spend my time doing? And it's like, Like, I'm a huge music fan. I know more about music than I do wrestling, right? So, it's like, I'm going to listen to more music. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily new music, but, like, more music from bands like I never heard in the past. Mm -hmm. Like, just for example, like, Morrissey, right? I don't know. Are you all Morrissey fans?
2: Yeah, I like Morrissey.
1: Okay, I didn't like Morrissey for 30 years, right? Like, all my friends liked that shit in high school, and I was like, man, I think that shit sucks, (laughs) right? Like, I like The Cure, like you know, I was like too cool. Like they're all dark and sad and shit. But Morrissey, <laughs> I just thought it was like a light. And like I don't know, I was just like everybody says the Smiths are the greatest thing. I'll I'll give them another shot. And something in me's like, okay, hey, I gotta revisit the Smiths record, right? Mm-hmm. And so I put put on the Smiths, and I'm like, okay, I get it. And then I read the the lyrics to Cemetery Gates, which is like a, a song on one of their albums. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, one of the greatest songs I've ever heard in my life. Then I listen to, like, every Smiths album. And then I listen to every single Morrissey album, like, from the first one all the way up until, like, last year's release. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm the biggest Morrissey fan ever. I wish I had more hair so I could style it like it's, right? <laughs> like, like it's just that vibe. And, and so, like, I feel the same way about wrestling matches, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I have this infinite t- amount of time or this finite amount of time on Earth left, okay? And music's going to take up a lot of that time, right? And wrestling, when I when I invest the time in wrestling, where am I going to invest that time, you know? And I hate the way WWE books so much. I hate it. I hate their booking. I hate the way they structure their matches. Like It drives me nuts because I want to like it because it's wrestling. And I've been... Watching wrestling for over forty years, like my earliest wrestling memory, were the Freebirds driving Ted DiBiase <laughs> and sending them to the hospital from Georgia Championship Wrestling. And then, you know, wanting to call the because so, they'd like say if you want to send letters to Ted DiBiase, send them to this address. <laughs> like,
2: did she, you send him a letter?
1: I tried, but <laughs> my mom was like, "That shit's fake. Shut up. <laughs> oh, shit, mom, I'm sorry." <laughs> Well, Ted, right. You know, but it's like been a part of my life for so long. There have been periods where I just stopped watching, right? Mm -hmm. Like I watched it all through the eighties and then, you know, towards the end of the eighties, I'm going into high school. Wrestling is not cool at all. Nothing cool about it. I stopped watching it for seven years because it was so fucking corny. You know, then the NWO comes out, it's like, oh shit, this shit's cool. You know, Stone Cold comes out and then the Internet like pops up like high speed Internet. Let me rephrase that. High speed. internet comes out. And oh, my God, there's so much information on wrestling out there. And as a historian a history buff, I'm just like gobbling up all this history. And then it's like, oh, shit, you know, VHS tapes are old. DVDs are new. Let me preserve all these VHS footage on DVDs because I was one of the first people to start putting uh, VHS footage on DVD to preserve it. And you just preserve all this wrestling, and now it's all in the cloud. You can access all of it online, but you just kind of realize like you want to grab this. So when you two come on the show tonight, and you're like, "Look, dude, this is what you missed. This is what." You to go check out to add to their case. Are any of these women on my list tonight really going to raise that much? No. Like, I mean, they're probably going to beat out, you know, a Haiti kid and Lord Beaverbrook and Taco mission <laughs> Well, know? I should hope huh? so, sir. You know, yeah, yeah. But, well, I mean, like, three of them are. But, like, what's have the list is mm-hmm. To me, Rhea Ripley, in my mind, and Bianca Belair, are still rookies. Yep. Like, they haven't even really wrestled, yet, yep. you know what I mean? Like, they haven't been fired from the company toward the world and come back for their second run. You know, I want that. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, I want that, you know? Um, Ronda Rousey is like a phenomenon, almost like Goldberg in a way, you know? and But she did not have the impact on wrestling that Goldberg did in 1998, you know? But, but I just look at her in that, that light. You know, kind of like boom, she's here and then she's gone. You know, so having you and my other guests on the show to help me fill in the blanks, I need that because I know. Look, I didn't even get the Peacock channel, so I could have the network. I got it for the Fresh Prince of Bel Air drama <laughs> coming to okay. the,
3: the No So Network soon. Yes, this is a new podcast. And, and
1: there's only been like six or seven episodes of that. And the only other thing I watch on the Peacon, Peacock network, okay. I did watch the Saved by the Bell reboot. (laughs) First, I did not like it, okay? But I grew to love it. All right, Don't judge. Well, there's
2: still hope for you yet, then.
1: Yeah, I did do that. But literally, the only thing I've watched on that network, besides the Saved by the Bell reboot, um, the show with that dude from The Hangover, and that uh, guy from Fresh Off the Boat, where they talk to people about real stories, and... Oh, and I've watched 11 of the Hell's Kitchen seasons,
2: okay? <laughs> that's a lot. What are you You're this? like, I only watched uh, 14 things on
1: Peacock. Yeah. Well, no, but that's it. That's it. Think, of, mm-hmm. think about that. I'm telling you what I've watched off the Peacock Network. Did you hear WWE <laughs> in any of those things? Nope. No. I would Is argue
2: you could it? watch some Charlotte matches instead of, you know, 11 you seasons of so fucking anything. Friends?
1: Hey, hey, I watch so much Hell's Kitchen that when I have my kids over, right, my, my nine-year-old son's like, I hope Sterling wins. Ooh, I hope that girl gets kicked off. <laughs> I'm like, shut up. Let me rewind that. I can't hear what he said. You know? Like, ooh, they made a souffle, right? Like, I'm really excited about it. Uh, you know? I have no idea what a scallop tastes like, but I've seen, like, thousands of them cooked on this show. They're not very anyway. good. Okay, I'll like take Bob your word for it. Yeah,
3: yeah, the Northeastern—they're pretty good.
1: Uh, see, look at this—the battle of the, the geography here. That's what we come to do. But, but anyway, my my whole point, besides rambling on about the Peacock Channel, is thank thank you for like giving me, and not just you but like all of my guests, an opportunity to like kind of figure out. Okay, this is what I need to watch on this network that I'm paying four ninety five a month. Because hey, look. The season of Fresh Prince is going to end soon, right? It's not going to last forever.
2: <laughs> You're going to need something to watch after that. I'm
1: going to burn through the rest of Hell's Kitchen like in the next month. You know, I'm going to need something to watch. And y'all have done that for me. Just, you know, and of course I'm going to make my list, but it's not going to change much because, look, history moves slowly. You know, it really does. And, uh... I don't really like to change my list because my my, most of my list was based off of like historical mm. so I'm really going to look like what historical things have happened headlining Wrestlemania historical um, having that star power, this Ronda Rousey even though she's not going to make my list of being able to have an all women's pay per view, historical treating women with respect in wrestling historical that's what this is going to do for me jenny what do you have going on on your network
2: well um so for my wrestling content i have shows right here on the north south connection those are tna never dies and the extreme three-way dance those go through uh, the history of tna and ecw and are fantastic shows on the Place to Be, I have a show called PTB NXT, go, going through the history of NXT, and uh, talking WCW, which uh, features one wrestler per episode, and me and my co-hosts uh, each pick a match from that wrestler's WCW career, and next up we have uh, Midnight Express, which I'm super excited to record, because uh, they have fantastic matches. Um, where was Bobby Eaton on your list?
1: Oh my God. I'd have to look it up, but he was high up there. He's well, one I, of the best I, I tag wrestlers be. of all time. You're
2: right. Now,
1: having said that, knowing that you're doing a WCW show, I am going to invade your show. I'm not asking if I can be on it. I'm just telling you, I'm going to be on your show. Oh, is that
0: right? <laughs> like,
1: like, I was so disappointed I didn't do a WCW podcast series. You know, for last year's voting. Mm-hmm. So when you said WCW, I'm like, Ooh, I'm gonna be on that show. So <laughs> well, when, whenever
2: we... you go
1: ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say so. Whenever you get around to Stephen Regal, Lord Stephen Regal, let me know.
2: Well, we've already we'll done go... Lord Stephen Regal, sir. So you can find that uh, in hold the on. archives. Do you
1: do Lord Stephen Regal versus Larry Zabisco?
2: Uh, I believe that was one of the matches. God damn it! I don't know, but I feel like that's probably right because I don't know why else we would have talked about Larry Z. Uh, well, but he was
1: part of the he was part of the
2: dangerous alliance. Oh yeah, uh, yeah.
1: So so we yeah. have
2: we have a year's worth of those. Um, so we've we've done a bunch, and all I'm right, excited to I do. I want to be on
1: this thing though. We're gonna figure <laughs> out the rest
2: of. It. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Jenny Position, my own podcast feed. doesn't have any wrestling on it, but it does have cool shows. Uh, I do a live watch horror show called Freak Out Drive-In, so if you are into horror, we can definitely do that one, Will, um, or a show called You Heard About Pluto, where we watch cool stuff on the Pluto TV app, and um, Talk and Pop, which is sort of like a little talk show that I do with my co-host, Tim Capel. And, uh, everything else, uh, is linked on my Facebook page is, and the Twitter.
1: That is a huge list. That's yeah. amazing.
2: I do a bunch of podcasts. <laughs> that's why you have, that, that's literally why you have your own network. Yeah, pretty much had to.
1: The Jenny position. I love it. No, That's awesome. Great. Uh, Ryan, what do you got?
3: Uh, I have the Ryan position that you, <laughs> 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 sir, <laughs> sir, um, I just pretty much. I want every. I want a lot of things. I bounce around in and out. But my own. My the only thing I really do for myself is, I preview the WWE pay per views like the Thursday before each pay per view. I uh, I bring in a random guest each week or each month, and we kind of go over the storylines, catch everyone up because no one's watching the shit besides me, anyways. So I catch you up before if I you want to listen before the. That.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to your show to catch me up.
3: So um, that's pretty much what I do, but I've you know, i been on a few Ruthless Aggressive. Oh, what I do Daily Kenoso, where we truck through the early days of WWF pay-per-views. We do one match per day, and there's a select, well, there's a, a mountain. What year are you on? 1985 world, uh, wrestling classic. Oh,
1: shit. Hey, when you get to 1991 WrestleMania 7, let me know I want to do Bulldog Warlord fifty. <laughs>
3: That, that's actually a really good match. That will be in ten a years. Match. That's yes. what I want
1: to do. With you, yeah.
3: All right. I think we're gonna put you on the spreadsheet for that one. No problem. Okay.
1: All right. Good job. All right. What else you got? Anything
3: else to wrap it up? That's it. I'm I'm not, I'm I'm on this network too much, filling in pay per view preview, right. filling in everywhere else. Yeah, I've I've only done a handful of podcasts in the last
1: five years, and they all happened in the last like four months. You know. I've, <laughs> Kind of took a sabbatical for a while. Um, if you want to hear my voice, you know, besides this, for your consideration, little mini-series, um, you can go to Phil Schneider's uh, podcast, The Way of the Blade, promoting his book, and he and I talked about uh, Buzz Sawyer versus Jim Duggan in a dog collar match, along with uh, 1990s uh, gang culture and high schools. Uh, that was pretty fascinating. Um my buddy tim Nolan does a show on japan wrestling and uh i was on his facebook show whatever whatever it's called sorry tim i forgot the name <laughs> of your show I'm just, just so old man tim position name. i'm pretty sure the, the tim, tim position, position yep right, well if you're the genie position he's the timmy position anyway <laughs> so tim's show we talked about the uh, giant baba and then uh me and marty uh and uh, my buddy, Ryan, actually, he's not my buddy, he's, Ryan, uh, he's Marty's buddy, but he became my buddy doing the show. We did uh, our top 25 hair metal songs. <laughs> that was uh, awesome. You'll get to hear a lot of good high school stories, like when I burnt this girl's hair at the Alice Cooper concert. And that was, you know, stick around for that. Um,
3: did you smell but, her hair first? Yeah. Well, well, well no.
1: Okay. Do you want me to repeat the story since only about 12 people listen to that podcast? <laughs> All right, so here's what happened. Um, Alice Cooper in the 70s released a song called Stephen, right? And it sounds like The Exorcist until you get to the chorus. And then it sounds like Stephen, like, like heavy metal, right? Well, in the late 80s, he was like re- having this resurgence with like poison and the trash album, And so he had this heavy metal band, you know, um, and the band goes into that bad <laughs> when he goes, Stephen, well, back then, you know, um, we were smoking cigarettes. Kids don't smoke. I think it's quick. But we were smoking cigarettes. And we used to carry simple lighters because you light like cigarettes in the
0: rain. You, mm-hmm. shit,
1: you know? And so we had the zippo lighters. So if you ever look at old concert footage, people had their lighters out, right? So during the exorcist part, which was like all soft, like, you've only lived a minute of
0: your life.
1: Like, you're all sad and shit. Creepy. And you have your, your life in the and then he goes, "Steven." And then once that happens, everybody starts headbanging. I had like my long flowing, uh, like feathered mullet going, you know. Mm-hmm. And my buddy Jason was looking at the long, stringy Metallica head, and we're headbanging to that part, but we have our zippos in our
2: hands. Oh no! It's
1: like zippos don't just like go out. <laughs> you know, the flame keeps burning. You know what I mean. <laughs> And, like, this is the age of Aquanelle.
0: Right? Oh, no.
1: And so, like, this big biker dude and this girlfriend with the big uh, hair, like,
0: are in front of us. And we're, like, 15
1: at the time, maybe. 14, 15 years old. And, you know? So, um, I mean, I was still pretty tall. I was probably 5'9", 5'10 at the time, you know? and uh, But whatever, man. Simple came down,
2: man. Caught that girl's hair with all that aqua net in it. Oh my god! Oh my god! And all
1: you could smell was like singed hair.
2: Oh!
1: Like, this whole concert. Thankfully, there's a bunch of explosions and bombs and shit. You know, <laughs> right, like, You know, but all you could smell was the singed hair. But like she like had the old biker. Dude, this is like back when tattoos were rare, so the only people who had them were like bikers and sailors and shit. You know, <laughs> and like tattoos and stuff. We're like, oh wow, he's cool with tattoos, right? And not a belly button one like Batista. But anyway, like, oh, like, we're like, oh
0: shit, that dude's gonna kick her ass.
1: So like, we're like, I don't know, ten row, eleven throw, or something, right? And all you do is that girl was like smelling like. What's that smell? <laughs> not having any idea her fucking hair is singed. Oh, my like, God. People are rocking out, but, like, you know, people are noticing and laughing. And, and me and my buddy are like, dude, we got to get the fuck out of here. Like, these two little high school kids. Just say we just, like, scoot, like, 15 people down <laughs> for the rest of the show. Anyway, those you can only get those kind of stories on that little podcast. I <laughs> Mark. You know, or, you know, you just get life lessons, like all the stupid things I said to make girls break up with me, you know, that one time I broke up with a girl in the parking lot because she only spoke Spanish, and I didn't speak Spanish, (laughs) You you know, things like that, you know, like. But, you know, but those 80 songs were the soundtrack to that earth,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, and so that, that's what that was about. So hopefully people give that a, a re-listen, you know, and uh, that's all I've done. But honestly, like five podcasts in like six years, five years, whatever it's been. So, you know, Rock. but we're, we're going to change that. Good. With the
2: Fresh Prince of Bel-Air podcast. I think I'm going to. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do
1: the Fresh Prince and Hell's Kitchen there you combined. Go. The the hellish chef of Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, everyone out there, for listening to the North South Connection, the Ginny Position, the Place to Be Network. Um, had a blast doing these. I think I'm going to do one more. If I can convince Scott and JT to do one more, and if you're listening, I want to do a show where the last time we talked about our top
0: five from last
1: poll, I want to do one where we talk about our bottom five. So we're talking about midgets and, you know, that one time Mr. T showed up, you know, like that's it, like the bottom of the barrel, like those people you put on your list just to give a shout out to you know, Barry Horowitz, you know, those kind of wrestlers. So hopefully Scott T will be up for that. That'll wrap up this little mini-series, and, you know, I'm sure I'll do something else when discuss one, but, you know, awesome. I'm happy to do this again. So, and then, well, Brian, you can be my engineer guy. You know, you and Tyler take turns. You
0: gotcha.
1: Just, just to make sure the show gets recorded, <laughs> because I'm the, I'm the guy who did uh, a three-hour podcast with CM Punk the weekend of Money in the Bank 2011 and had a corrupted file.
2: No, oh Jesus. <laughs> so, that's me. Oh my God. So, that's horrible.
1: So, hey, whatever, man. It was great stories. It was also the, when Macho Man died, so it was all about the Macho Man. Wow. So, you know, great. But anyway, so someone has some good issues. They'll put it in my hands. <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you know, anyway. Nice, so it's, great. it's really been awesome having both of you on here. Thank you so much. And for everyone out there, bye-bye.
0: Later. I know you better make up your mind. And pick up all one and leave the other behind. It's not often easy and not often kind. Did you ever have to make up your mind? And takes you in line and says better go home, son, and make up your mind. can you bet you better finally decide. And say yes to one and let the other one cry. There's so many changes and tears you must hide. Did you ever have to finally decide?